should say anything. I should never tell you it's a cold open because it should, it should just be that's a cold open. Right. Okay. Hello and welcome to the McGavin Fry's Movie Podcast. I'm Ian, and this week I'm not joined by Gavin, I'm joined by Bahir Yusuf. Hey, uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, this is my second time on the podcast. It has. It's been a while since the last time you were on. Yeah. Don't know if you saw that or heard that. Um, <laughs> um, I'm a failed filmmaker. Uh-huh. I show up on other people's podcasts constantly because uh-huh. I don't want to do my own. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's yeah. about it, really. <laughs> You're a real go-getter. Yeah, I'm just really out there. This is podcast episode 164. As usual, we are sponsored by greenroom136.com. Um, if you would like to win a Green Room Junk Monkey bag, we will be having a competition question later in the show. Uh, we've already had several entries in. I've seen them all, and we'll refer to some of them later. Um, we'll figure out probably for the next podcast we get Gavin back on, we'll announce our winners. Um, on that show and I'll come up with a way of randomly picking a winner from everyone who was in there that's fair and unbiased but the judge's decision is final um, so go to greenroom136.com they have all sorts of bags you can pick up there uh, if you go there use the uh, offer code mcyap10 almost forgot that mcyap10 for 10% off your next purchase you have a, you even have, you came here with a green room bag, didn't you? I've got more than one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I've got more than one. My only complaint with the green room bags, and I've told... Don't complain about the sponsor on the show, man. No, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. It's a, it's a slightly backhanded uh, um, complaint. My only complaint about the bag is that it lasts so long yeah. so that I have no excuse to buy a new one. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, a good thing, right? No, it's a great thing, but yeah. Just like, I want to buy a new bag, but I can't justify it because the bags will work. You want to get a shiny new bag, is it? A shiny new green room bag. Yeah, I yeah. do. <laughs> well, so you need to just take better care of the ones you have. <laughs> I, I don't have to. That's my point. I, just, I still don't have, and even then I don't have an excuse to get a new one. Yeah. So I keep, so I buy the other one, the other ones. So I've got the, uh, I've got the Jump Monkey, then I've got the Genesis, then I've got the little pouch, and I've got the slightly bigger little pouch. Because for my other bigger, slightly bigger camera and shit, uh, I just keep buying. Yeah, but great. I love. I love uh, I'm. I'm a supporter of Green Room bags. Brilliant. That's the advertising for this week. There you go. On this week's show, we'll review Zoolander two. We'll talk about Gods of Egypt, and I'll also talk a little bit about Zootopia. Cool. Cool. We'll start off our show as usual with some news. We'll jump straight straight into this because it leads into to um, Gods of Egypt. But uh, a couple of friends of mine tagged me in this as well on Mon- Monday. Yeah, I think it was. Monday. Monday morning. Monday morning, yeah. So, yeah, either Alex Price got drunk at the Oscars. <laughs> the director of The Crow, uh, Dark City, iRobot, and Gods of Egypt had a bit of a meltdown on Facebook on um, Monday. I'll, 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 February 28th, I'll read some of it here. All in caps. Nothing confirms rampant stupidity faster 
than reading reviews of my own movies. I usually try to avoid the experience, but this one takes the cake. Often, to my great amusement, the critic will mention my past films in glowing terms, when at the time, those same films were savaged, as if to highlight the critic's flawed belief of my descent into mediocrity. You see, my dear fellow Facebookers, I've rarely gotten great reviews on any of my movies, apart from those by reviewers who think for themselves and make up their own opinions. Let's skip ahead slightly. Good reviews come many years after the movie has opened. Um, the main point I want to get to is, this time, of course, they have bigger access to grind. They can rip into my movie while trying to make their ma mainly pale asses look so politically correct by screaming, WHITEWASH! like the deranged idiots they all are. They fail to understand or chose to pretend to not understand what this movie is, so as to serve some bizarre consensus of opinion, which has nothing to do with the movie at all. He goes on to just tear critics in general a new one, and like say that they're all bandwagon jumpers, and none of them have any actual original thoughts. I, look, and, and I, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will open my statement to this, to his rant by saying I have not seen God the Visit. Uh -huh. Like, however, like most active film goers, I I have seen the trailer of yeah. God the Visit. What is he talking about? I yeah. mean, look, I, the, I, the the whole thing with the whitewashing is very much an easy straw man argument to point to. It's like, oh, everyone says it's bad because of the the um, yeah. because the, they're because all the whitewashing yeah. of the Egyptian characters. It's yeah. like, well, how about the fact that it's both fucking sane. The effects are garbage. The effects the, are garbage. It's not that funny. It's not that exciting as adventure-wise. Yeah. Some of the effects are really bad. I'll get to that really? later. Yeah. No, but my thing is this, right? I mean, <clears throat> just you listed out a couple of his previous movies. The Crow, Dark City. Uh, what was the other one you said? iRobot. Even iRobot, like, it was still, that was a genuinely, like, the, the effects in that, I think, were pretty cool. The robot yeah, was pretty cool. And, but, but it stands up to watching again, apart from all the product placement for Converse. Yeah, that was bad. But it's weird, like, it's it's a weird sort of evolution of his of his um, filmography. Yeah. To go from those dark, fine, okay, but quite serious in tone to now this. I think uh, it was. I was talking to Mapagan on BFM about this, yeah. and I think it's been two thousand nine. The was the last film he did, which was Nick Knowing with Nicolas Cage. Oh. And probably I thought at the time that maybe. Gods of Egypt is a film he just took because he had two or three other ones that didn't come to fruition. And this right. was like, take a job. Now, maybe right. that's completely wrong. But even if he was... Uma again said on, the, on Facebook as well about how whatever he was aiming for, it fails as a movie. Like, it's not entertaining. Yeah. It's not an action adventure. Yeah. Like, the, it might be wanting to aim for the mummy, but it kind of misses the mark by a lot. Right. Like, just not even in, t in subject matter, but in, like, tone and mm. fun. Mm. Um, yeah. Some, I'll get to it later on with some really horrendous special but, effects stuff in that movie. But, I mean, look, it, it's it's kind of telling when when your trailer, which by definition should be the best graphic shots or the best action sequence, yeah. and even that you're watching it going, what? Yeah. What? Is, what? What? Yeah. The 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 the, the CG work. Some of that. Some of that. Those lines. Are, Cheesy, yes. Oh, there's Brenton Thwaites is one of the main characters, and everything he says just comes off as like really annoying public English schoolboy. Yeah, I just go like, what? Like, there's no real camaraderie between characters. Yeah, there's no real sense of tragedy that comes true. Yeah. Someone actually asked on Twitter uh, last week about whether this or Immortals, Gods of Egypt or Immortals. You remember Immortals? Yes. Because Immortals was Tarsim Singh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did? He yeah. also did this. The Cell, was it? Did he uh, do The Fall as well? He did The Cell, he did The Fall. Yeah. I love Tarsim Singh. I love yeah. The Fall. I mean, 
The Morbius isn't great, but that yeah. whole movie has a very specific look to it. Yes. And it sticks within that look, and it makes it look good. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that, that kind of look lends itself to a little more below budget. It's not giant robot yeah. Egyptian monsters flying yeah. through the air. Yeah, yeah. But Is it like a snake or something? There's giant snakes as well yeah. at some point. But at that point, you're like, I don't care, because you've, <laughs> you've already had giant silver robot monsters. What? Okay, cool. All right. Like, when the gods gold up, it's like, that is a... That's, that's a that's because you can't make flying versions of yeah. Jared Butler and yeah. Nicola Costa-Waldo right. look realistic. So you're yeah. adding this kind so of exoskeleton thing yeah. to kind of yeah. make it look like they're got, but it makes no fucking sense at all. Right, right. And it would make more sense for them to have immortal-style armor or something like that. Right, okay, got it. But okay. it just looked weird, and, the, the, you know, it's the heads from Stargate, you know, that kind of those yeah, cool yeah. head things yeah, that yeah, came yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I keep, I've, just, I've got to launch into the review at any moment. I can't help it. Just, like, constantly, that, sh that movie... Whoever's doing the soundtrack is constantly like, Egypt, Egypt, Egypt. And they write three bars and they go, fuck, that's the Stargate theme. And then changes direction. <laughs> and then three bars later, they're back to the, the Stargate theme again. It happens constantly. It's like... Really? Because it leads up to the, you know, the kind of swaying yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Stargate yeah, yeah. Egyptian yeah, yeah. music. Like yeah, yeah. They, they nailed it on their first go, right. their first, right. that, that theme. Yeah, yeah. So it everything like, about it is just like, yeah. it it's not something. It's almost like one of those things where, where, some, where, where I don't know, maybe it was a director that, you know... For the soundtrack, I think it's Stargate. Yeah. But but not. Yeah. You know. Change think, a bar ever so think, often. Think Stargate, but yeah, give me that soundtrack. Think Stargate, but yeah. Uh, oh my god. So I, I will say it now on record. I am not planning on watching that movie. No, I mean it's just not. It's not a good movie. <laughs> like as a whole, like I mean, it's not going to be something that's misunderstood. Like I love The Crow when it came out. There's right. other movies I've seen plenty of movies where. I try not to go in with an expectation, but I can see where the attraction would be for some people. Mm. Sometimes I said, this is not for me, but, mm. you know, kids might like it, yeah. or kids with fa fa yeah, yeah. families might get it, yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. know, Egyptologists might get it, but yeah, in this yeah. case, it's just like, no. no. This is just, yeah. what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 okay, so you've seen the movie, and your thoughts are pretty clear, although you haven't gotten into the review yet. Yeah. Is Alex... I reckon he's drunk. Just... Did he just lose his shit? I think he did because it was supposed to be something like a hundred and forty-eight million budget, and they got fifteen back. Yeah, over the yeah, that's weekend. Well. Yeah, and that's not that's going to keep going downwards. So, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it sucks, but there's got to be some kind of compromises. If this is what he actually wanted to make, then he's not doing very well. Yeah, <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like it's one thing to see a great because I I mean the crow. I remember having to wait for the crow to come out on rental and. VHS mm. and having to wait for that tape to come available because people right. kept booking it. Kept taking it, yeah. And it took us forever to see it and right. blowing your fucking mind back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dark City was the same part from that garbage narration at the beginning that spells the whole fucking thing out if you don't watch the director's cut. Yeah. And like the director's cut of that is one that people say you watch that version. That's that Alex Proyas' yeah. version. That's yeah. the that's the trust in Alex Proyas. <laughs> so for him to talk about this and not, and I've seen a few people comment on this Facebook post as well saying. Yeah. Yeah, but what about the really bad effects and all this kind of stuff? And there's been no real response to those, mm. which kind of comes off as kind of prissy, yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, like... Precious, kind of, in a way. Is it also, like... Is it is this... The other thing that, we're, that I'm kind of waiting... I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop in the sense of, like, the whole uh, Fantastic Four situation. Mm -hmm. Where, where there, were, there, were, there, were, there was word about how the director was losing it on set, lost his lost his cast and crew on set yeah. they have to bring in a second director and they have to come back for reshoots yeah. and, and then I, after the movie came out what's it, the director came out and said like, oh this wasn't the movie that I intended yeah but I mean so, he and he actually like, <laughs> do you ever listen to Fat Man and Batman the Kevin Smith stuff 
because yes. Josh Trank had like he was doing three leading up to yeah. the release of Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, yeah. This would be a fourth podcast, and yeah, he just yeah. he never he yeah, he, he, he he knew what was wrong with that movie, and yeah. he kept his head down. If Alex Price is trying to cover in the hope that it makes more money to get him in his next gig, yeah, that's that's a hiding to nothing. He'd be better yeah. off saying now, yeah, it, 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 it we had troubles on set, or yeah. the effects didn't work, yeah. or I got screwed over by the yeah. you know. But no, but that's the thing. He did, he's not even. That's, that was the he's question. cursing the critics, which is yeah, you know that's like, pointless. Why? why? People. Yeah. Deadpool and a couple of other things recently have shown that no one gives a shit about the critics. The critics. Yeah, exactly. There's you been know? movies that are huge and the critics didn't like. Uh, every time a Medea movie comes out, like critics don't even talk yeah, about the yeah, yeah. US and they it get still back. blows up. Yeah. So, so for him to take it on, the critics just seem a little odd. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll definitely probably we'll probably hear more on what's going on. Therefore, we got to come up with a support team. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you know, we talk about geeky stuff here a lot. You hear that uh, Marvel have found their Danny Rand for Iron Fist? I, yes, I, I read that. Um, I will be honest, I'm not super versed in Iron Fist. I don't think anyone is. Cool, cool. That's fine. I, I, I feel much better now. <laughs> I have to say, I do like his look, though. Yeah, I don't know about that. He look, I mean, all the photos, are, it, it, the actor's name is Finn Jones. He played uh, Solaris in... Um, so Loris Terrell in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And in that, he's playing a very effeminate knight. Yes. So it's all the, the photos of him have got like the gayest hair, essentially. Yeah, the, 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 the gayest the hair from Westeros. The magnificent hair, right? Yeah. So it is kind of hard to see him yeah. as a badass martial artist <laughs> guy. Although I will say, I will say, I mean, again, I didn't do any research into Iron Fist. I knew they were taking, I knew Marvel. I think I have one of the Matt Fraction, you know Matt Fraction? Yeah. I have one of his books okay. over here on it, which was the kind of a revamp recently. Okay. And it is kind of, he's a slim guy, but it is like, you know, he has a, it's the immortal Iron Fist, I think they're right. called Launch the Dice. No, I said that to me, uh, I, will, I will say, and you know, you probably get black for this and never invite me again on the show, but it's a bit of a weird log line, right? Like, was it a uh, rich guy goes to, no, he gets, he, he, he gets he, adopted and then he, gets he ends up in Shangri La and gets taught this secret super. No way, hang on, I'm getting confused this with Doctor Strange now because there's been that news recently as well. Yeah. But no, I, I read that the other day. He was like, he gets taught this super secret kung fu. And yeah, then, and then he brings it back to the rest of the world. He brings yeah. it back to the world. He can call. I'm just like, that sounds pretty cheesy. Yeah. I mean, and it was in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. It was brought out as, like, it was, like, you know, power. Uh, Blue Cage or Power Man was very much like Marvel Shaft. Yes. And uh, numerous articles have talked about this. Uh, Danny Rand was their essential Bruce Lee, even though he's a white guy. Yeah. It was to try and corner that market. It's the same way they start when Hammer Horror movies were big. They right, made right, up right. with um, Morpheus, right? Is yep. he the Spider-Man vampire guy? Yeah, yeah. And Blade, the vampire. Yeah, 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 they yeah, all yeah. come from that. Blade yeah. is welcome to that black sportation yeah, yeah. era of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I was just like, wow. There was a big thing on Twitter about people saying it would have been cool to make it a first-generation American-born Chinese who mm -hmm. learns it because that would kind of flip the stereotype. Right. But a lot of those people kind of went nuclear when that didn't happen. But mm. I don't know. Marvel seems to know what they're doing. Yeah, it, it's kind of hard to, 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 to knock down Marvel, to be honest, mm. only because they do what they do so well. I'll, 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 I'll take a punch at DC any day of the week, but, but Marvel seems to do it well. Yeah. Did you enjoy Jessica Jones, by the way? Did you finish it? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? I haven't started. <laughs> I just kept saving it and yeah. saving it. And and it's now months later. And then now it's like uh, Daredevil 2, season 2. I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to catch up on this shit. I'm lucky my girlfriend has been away two weekends, two weekends out of the last four or five. Yeah. So I was like, right, 
no one's around tonight, I'm going to catch up on one show. Yeah. It's just one show I haven't seen six yeah. episodes of. It's yeah. going to watch all of them. Yeah. I've got like, I think I've got six episodes of Flash, six episodes of Arrow, and I'm Gotham's back. This Friday's House of Cards. I'm I, not I've, sleeping for the next few weeks. I think. So. I've cut Gotham. I watch the Flash and the and Arrow have to be watched the week they come out. That's okay. one hour. I can I can spare an hour to watch that once a week. Uh, yeah, once it's or twice a week. It's just that one of the things where it just keeps compounding. Oh no, that's why I have to. Flash has to be watched <laughs> the week it comes out. It's usually the Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday night is usually when I have an hour free and it's when I watch yeah. Flash. And if not, yeah. if I have two hours, I watch Flash an hour. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I rarely get to that third hour. I watch Supergirl. So many. I've got so far. I'm, I'm giving up on Supergirl. Already. You shouldn't give up on Supergirl. Really? I caught it. Supergirl was last week's last week's catch up, and I really got into it. Yeah, I saw your tweets. Yeah. I was just like, I think I saw. Uh, I can't remember. Episode four, I think three, and I was just like really not getting into this I think was it you or was it someone else who tweeted about like in the long group chat we have about yeah. um, it doesn't seem to have any direction I think it was Uma I think it was Uma yeah because yeah. it does it definitely has a certain direction on it now mm. I, I think it, it's building nicely okay. and I have the recurring cast and the last one I saw was the one about um, the, the boss's daughter uh, the boss's, boss's son Oh, okay. So got to the boss's son. Yeah. And I just couldn't. I was just like, oh. No, because since then they've done the, their version of the man who could be the man. The, what do you get for the man who has everything? The, the classic Superman story where he's like, he thinks he's back on Krypton. And Batman and Wonder Woman have to try and get this plant off him. Okay. Yeah. And they yep. kind of just transferred that over to Supergirl instead. Right. Okay. Um, which okay. had some cool uh, Krypton was stuff. I, was, I, was I right to see that you mentioned that was John Jones in it? Yeah, John Jones was in it. Right. And um, the, that, that's actually. That's pretty much the moment where I changed my mind on uh, really? this was when they t when they actually revealed it fully. Like they had hinted at it for quite a while. Spoilers for Supergirl, by the way. They had hinted Second. at it. They had hinted at it for a while, but yeah. there was these kind of glowing eyes a certain character had, and then it certainly just turned around and says, "Well, well, you know, I'm the last of my planet, and you know all this kind of stuff." You're like, what? 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 And then it's like he does a full shape shift, and it's really? green haired Marsh, green head Marsh, and fucking. He's wearing a, me a kind of an ex uh, metal suit, but it's like it's got the red cross on it. Oh, dude. Okay, I gotta go watch it now. Yeah. I <laughs> like he's. Oh, I gotta go the guy now. playing him is a pretty good. But he's a new character. I haven't, basically, I haven't seen him in the first three episodes. Uh, he might have. I can't remember off the top of my head now. Yeah. But the guy, the, it's a good fit. Okay. Like, I quite like it. And I think, okay. I, again, I've been listening to those Batman and Batman um, shows where they were interviewing, um, I think it's Simon Kreisberg, one of the producers of the show with Greg Berlanti. And they were talking about. We want to make this guy an alien, but like we'd really love to do John Jones. And someone at DC said, "Just do John Jones; it's fine." <laughs> so they, cool. seem to get, they seem to be getting that same way. Like these, that that Batman about my show was talking about. Oh, they put Killer Shark in the Flash. Yeah, you know? and it's a giant CGI shark. CGI like shark. we can afford to have him from one scene. Yeah, three episodes later, he's in a fucking whole episode. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so I, good. I like, I like, I, I gotta say, Greg Berlanti doing great with DC TV. Yep. Uh, DC, DC movies is going to the toilet. So mm -hmm. DC, you know, like. Well, but talking about trailers, I think we didn't talk about the last trailer, uh, the last show we did, but the last show we did was a, a Deadpool spoiler cast. But mm -hmm. the did you see the trailer, the last trailer for Batman vs Superman? I've actually given up on that trailer. Okay, well, the last one we usually we usually give you two. Okay. Because past that you start getting spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. The last one, um, it looked a little bit like they'd given the because the ones before that are just dour and just flat. Mm. Like the, 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 the last the, one I saw was the one with the reveal of Darkseid. Yeah, the the of, of you mean of um, Doomsday? You mean Doomsday? Sorry, yeah. yeah Doomsday turns up. But yeah, there is a Darkseid. Like, there is there's, there's, there's a shot in one of the trailers of like the night. Wind the, animals. Yeah, they're selling the the Funko Nightmare Batman, which is the one with the coat. 
So it's some nightmare future or something like that. But there is a shot in the new trailer of him standing with a giant Omega on the floor. Oh. And like it's a giant Omega as in it's bigger than KL. Oh, okay. And there's something that looks very much like a fire pit in the background. Okay. So like Justice League might be preparation for the dark side. What is this movie about? I've no fucking clue. But there is a scene in the latest trailer where, you know, um, Bruce is in his Dark Knight Returns metal suit. Okay. And he's there and Clark is, comes over and Clark swings a punch. Batman blocks it. Right. And the look on Clark's face is the thing that should have been in the first fucking trailer. It feels right. like they got the, the marketing material they had prepared and just said, like, we're not getting anywhere at this and gave it to the Suicide Squad people. Oh, okay. Marketing team. And they were like, yeah, yeah. okay, because it's like, that's what you want to see. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. up until that, everyone's like, Superman's just like, yeah. he's going to beat into a bloody pulp yeah. inside that suit. But yeah, when yeah. Batman blocks that shot, you're like, that's interesting. Yeah. And also, don't fucking show me Doomsday. Like, unless that happens 20 minutes in, you've just fucked... I don't, I re, I, I don't know what that movie's about. You're yeah, right. you, know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's got a lot of... Unless Doomsday turns up, does that whole thing, and then Darkseid just jumps out of a boom tube and just destroys him and tears yeah. him in half and goes like, what's up, guys? Yeah, and you know what I mean? It's just like, at the, at the moment, it's like, you know, obviously there's Lex Luthor, there's Batman, there's Superman, there's Wonder Woman now, and then, and then now suddenly there's... There's, there's, uh, obviously, you know, there's gonna be dark side. Yeah. Doomsday. Like, what the? Like, there's Cyborg's supposed to be in it. It's Cyborg's in it. Yeah. And Aquaman's supposed Aquaman to be in it. The Flash. Like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> you know. So we won't have long to find out. Soon, right? Twenty fifth of March. Oh god. Okay. Keeping it on comics, so uh, you know, Deadpool has just made ridiculous money. It's changing everything. Yeah. Um. Avatar Stephen Lang wants to be in Cable and Deadpool too. He put a cool photo for like him down the gym. He was, he's not quite big enough, but he yeah. has he has the look. I completely agree. He's got the look. I yeah. just wish he had a bigger upper body. But I think it's because I think he was bigger in Avatar. I think he's not been needed to be bigger. Maybe. And maybe. it's like. Oh yeah, he was pretty big in Avatar. Yeah. yeah. And he was bigger. In, what was it? Terra Nova was it the TV show he was in. I, I think he walked around a lot of singlets in that. So it looks like he's a bit rangy, but he's probably just, you know, he, that's why he's like working out to try and get this job. Trying to get the job. I will say I do like him for the look. He's got... And his kind of gruffness about him, like his yes, character as well yes. would fit Cable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've only um, just I've finished off reading some of the uh, Deadpool Cable comics. Because I was at first, they've got uh, those awful Rob Liefeld covers. Yes. That make it like his like, like Cable's head is bigger, or yeah. arm is bigger than is. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I realized the art inside was completely different. I, at first, because right. I heard about these ages ago, I was doing research for a yeah, project. Yeah. I was like looking into these and reading them and going, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah these yeah. are actually all right. And there's actually a good relationship between the two. I thought it was just the two of them arguing constantly. No, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. lot more to it than that. No, no, yeah. I think, I think it was... It was that relationship is a bit complicated, nuanced. Uh, but it's also been there since Deadpool's first appearance. He was sent to k- kill Cable, and Cable sent him back to his box in FedEx box. He FedEx him back to his box. FedEx, yeah. It looks cool uh, anyway. Yeah, I, 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 my final say on this is that I would love to see him in it. I would, I would love him to be in it. Yeah. I think Stephen Lang would be great. I just love to see him in it. Other weird casting news. I happened across this and was weirded out by because I didn't even know this was happening. We're talking about having Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins. Yeah, I, I, I think I had read, I think I may have seen that headline, but you, but until I saw it in your note, in your show notes, it was sort of like, yeah. Yeah, because I don't remember seeing anything about this, and it was basically Variety saying they're in final negotiations for it to happen. Mm, right. It just seems, I mean, 
I know they've done the Cinderella, they've done Alice. Those Alice in Wonderland movies are so diff- different from the animated ones. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. But Mary Poppins is like, you've got a. It's such a bizarre movie to start with. Yes. It's like an acid trip. Yes. Uh, but it's a nice acid trip. Yeah. It's and like a happy acid trip. I don't know how you update that without making it really schmaltzy my, and weird. My main concern, my main concern, is this line here. You had it. Insiders confirm the new film will take place in Depression-era London, 20 years after the first film. Are they going gritty? I don't know. I didn't read. Do you know? I don't know. And we'll take storylines of P.L. Travers' children's book focusing on Poppins' Poppins' continued adventures with the Banks family. So, I I, I know there was a series of books, so I'm quite... In that sense, I'm okay with it. So, it's not a a sequel for a sequel's sake. Yeah. But, it's that thing of these guys trying to update what is essentially a classic movie. Mary Poppins, like you said, it's an acid trip, right? Yeah. Are they going to go down that route? Will there be music? Will, are they going to go into Dancing Animated Penguins? Yeah. Are they going to be... Am I going to see another sequence of Chimney Sweep Dancing on Rooftops? With, with Cockney accents? With, with bad Cockney <laughs> accents, right? Did you see there's a... If you Google Mary Poppins Metal... Yes, yes. There's a video of them where they've just lip-synced it and it's yeah, them yeah, doing the, the Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious yeah, yeah. song but as a metal song. Metal band. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, seen, I've seen that one, yes. That, yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing where... I think James Gunn put a post on Facebook as well. Facebook is how all the directors are getting their stuff out these days okay. about how with Deadpool... Collider magazine had an interview, a website had an interview with some unnamed Hollywood executive who said, oh, this is, like, we're going to see more of, like, Marvel making fun of themselves. It's like, mm. you've just missed the point entirely of, yes, this, of yes, Deadpool yes, because yes. Marvel have made fun, like, the Hulk punching Thor in the Avengers is Marvel yeah. making fun of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole heap of things they've been yeah. doing there. The reason why Deadpool is funny, is, is successful, is completely different to anything we've seen before. Yeah. And yeah. Mary Poppins doing a sequel is one thing. But doing something in that vein of like children's story that has a heart, but in a completely different way, mm. you know, do inner city Mary Poppins for God's yeah. sake. I don't know. Yeah. The, I'd be, that that'd be the bad eighties remake if you yeah. talk, think about it. But yeah. do something new. Yeah. The fact I, that Disney is going through every single one of their old movies and remaking them yeah. in the live action one is just totally bizarre. I, I, yeah, it just sort of makes me question the the environment in Hollywood now. It's like, wait, I I I am glad that. That the that Jungle Book is being done by someone as credible as John Favreau, mm. but at the same time, are there no more stories? Mm. Have you on? seen the the, mo- the recent trailers for that? Like, with the one where it actually reveals the animal top? No. So there is like because the one I was like, oh great, you've just showed the, the second trailer showed uh, Scarlett Johansson's uh, what was the snake's name? It wasn't him. It was they all have like really like. I'm, I'm, when you're in Cub Scouts, all the leaders are named after the characters from... Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So oh. Baloo is the bear and all that. He's oh. the head leader and all that shit. But I can't remember the snake. But basically, all you hear is Scarlett Johansson's voice. And then it shows the cast list. And I'm like, I want to hear fucking Bill Murray's the bear. I want to hear fucking Christopher Walken's the monkey. What the fuck are you showing? I mean, no, no offense yeah, yeah. to Scarlett Johansson, yeah. but that's not the character I'm going to that yeah. movie to see, yeah, the yeah, snake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or... No, no. I mean... So the, the, the latest trailer has that. And it oh, has... Okay. Uh, the, the, that, tra- the, that second trailer had ended with... Mowgli and Baloo and the bear is paddling backwards with the kid sitting on his lap and, he, and he's oh. whistling the bear necessities. Oh. But the latest trailer has them talking and yeah. that, that and the, there's another trailer we'll talk about in a bit called Pete's Dragon. Yeah. The two trailers both have this weird thing of kids in feral long hair jumping off cliffs. Did you see this? I didn't see that. Because there's a big sequence in the Jungle Book of Mowgli running away from Shere Khan. I think I've seen that one. And I've he does a yeah. Lion King thing where he yeah. jumps into a ravine that's yeah. full of what, wildebeest? Yep. Yeah. 
and there's an almost an identical shot in Pete's Dragon. Oh. So some they got a weird like throw kids into the ravine fetish over at Disney. This is um, it's that it's the time of the month, it's that time of the year. That's, this is where post Christmas they just sickle the kids down, yeah. throw them all in the ravine. Yeah. yeah. So um, I mean, they've done they did the Jungle Book. Well, the Jungle Book, the Chinese. They've done they've done. Didn't they do the Jungle Book kind of a version with Jason Scott Lee a couple of years ago? Was that the Jungle Book or was it something else? Was that Tarzan? It was not Tarzan. I'm not no, going to research. There was a there was a serious Jungle Book. There was a serious Jungle Book. Right? Yeah. Um, well, we're not turning into two guys talk about uh, you know research. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two guys research well on the on the podcast, so we'll skip ahead. Yeah, listen to that. <laughs> Listen to us type. <laughs> Types really. Typing. Uh, Typing fast. What am I looking for? Ah, uh, there was definitely another Jungle Book, but I think it was the animals didn't talk. I think that no, was no, that. yeah, this was like a, a another like one, like a like a like gritty Jungle Book. But yeah, I mean, we've had we've had Cinderella. Cinderella. I found Cinderella. That was one thing. I found Cinderella pointless. That movie. You saw that? Sure. The Cinderella remake, the live action one. Oh, I'm I'm not doing that. Yeah, that was yeah that. no that was for the five minutes that uh, Helen the Bottom character was on screen yeah. it was a, it was a laugh Ryan the rest of it was just dull sadomasochistic torture. This is you know the, the, I'm reviewing the movie again but basically yeah. um, Cinderella just takes all this abuse because her mother told her be kind and be brave or something like that I can't remember right. the, I can't remember the actual words words right. it should be like kill them all should have been her fucking tagline yeah. you know it's like don't put you know. You can you can stand up for yourself without you yeah, know getting yeah, all this yeah, shit. Yeah. But it's just like misery. The movie. It's like just misery for long time, periods of time, and then a little bit of happiness near the end and stuff. It was just kind of I just found it pointless. Like I mean, if you're gonna do those things, do them in a new way or do them in a new setting. I think. Yeah, I mean. Just doing them with better effects. The same story doesn't really do anything yeah, for me yeah. these days. I mean, so would you? Okay, so would you have been more interesting? If Cinderella did, in space. Yeah, or Cinderella <laughs> in 2016, you know what I mean? But, oh, you know what would be cool? If Cinderella was a slave, black slave, what, doing that whole thing? Too far? Too far? Too, too far, far, maybe? Too yeah, far, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little. Roll it back a little. She's a slave to a record label. Hey! <laughs> hey! There could be, I don't know, there could be all, all sorts of different ways to do it. I just find at the moment this current flock of just remakes is... It's yeah, it's I mean, even Maleficent was a, a prequel. Yeah, it did something different, but it did, did but it did the, it did cover the Sleeping Beauty story. The uh, pretty much the same yeah. way. So, but it changed something. But that's what I liked about that. At least there was something, right? Yeah. Um, we're talking about the, you know new things or things we haven't seen before. So, well, actually, first of all, we'll talk about things that are Battlestar Galactica going to be again. I don't see the point in that. Yeah. They're talking about there was in another area where they're going to redo something that's already been done. They're talking about a new Battlestar Galactica movie. <sighs> Pointless. Do another space thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, why? Yeah. The TV show, the original TV show's fun. The later TV shows, like modern classics, apart from the end. Yeah. There's no reason to do another thing. Yeah. Well, why? Why would you just re-release the box set? Or look <laughs> at other stories. Have you ever played or heard of the video game Homeworld? Yes. Never go around to playing it. I, I know. Oh, I played the first level repeatedly because back in the day when it came out, first of all, our PC kept dying and I kept getting my ass handed to me on that first level because you guys never did enough resource mining to right. defend myself. Right. But the idea of those guys is they, a civilization finds an ancient uh, warp engine, they mm. build a new ship, they try it out, and when they come back after trying it out, apparently they've broken some law like generations ago. They weren't supposed to 
they were banished to this planet essentially and right. weren't supposed to have warp travel so they right. have done it they get home and home is a burning husk right so they go looking for a new home world. right which is a bit like Battlestar Galactica in reverse but you could do a whole different type of story yeah. there yeah 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 no but it's I think I, again it goes back to my earlier question of have they run out of ideas are they just sort of like trolling the IMDB's top 10 list yeah you know and just remaking that you know I mean Battlestar Galactica's TV show wasn't that long ago no I mean I understand when you remake the original 1970s version you know to what it is now to what they did then yeah but to go from what was it early uh, late 90s early noughties doing now what 10 years yeah. maybe 20 years I mean it was a yes yeah, probably 10 years it was I mean it was a it was a it was after 9 11 because it was a real 9 11 style parable yes yeah, yeah. Was, so yeah, yeah it has to be up 2001 right? what's it about now yeah, it's like why are we talk? Why are we doing it? Twelve years later, yeah. come on. Give it more longer. Yeah, come on, man. Just re-release the box set. Put a few <laughs> photos of the Daniels. Come yeah. on, I'd still buy that. Yeah. <laughs> we are getting some new new uh, new IPs though. I mean, well, relatively new IPs. So Stephen King's uh, fantasy series, The Dark Tower, is finally starting. Yes. Um, uh, and in a nice time coming. In a nice. Uh, did you see the Twitter exchange? Uh, I did not see the Twitter exchange. But have you read The Dark Tower? I have not read The Dark Tower. Neither have I, but apparently it's about um, this guy who's chasing the man in black, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a gunslinger, and it's yeah. some weird, like, it's a post-apocalyptic, but, like, multiverse kind of thing, yeah. from, from and, I get. And also, I, from the from the impressions I've been given from people who have read it, it's also very western Yeah, but know? it's very western, future apocalypse kind of thing. Yeah, with magic as well, maybe? Yeah, with a little bit yeah. of magic as well or something. But they've cast Idris Elba as the gunslinger. Which was a traditionally a white character, which right. is good, and he's chasing the man in black. And he tweeted at Matthew McConaughey saying, "You have one new follower." And Matthew McConaughey tweeted back, "Come and get me. I look forward to it." Hashtag Dark Tower, both of them doing right. that. So, because uh, Stephen King had tweeted the first line of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I will say, I will pretty much watch anything Idris Elba in. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's a great underrated actor. He gets a lot of, unfortunately for him, he gets a lot of flack for being black. Yeah, he's such a good actor that anytime his name gets thrown out for something, he's like, "Oh, he can't do it because he's black." Yeah, just like this is I a nice counterpoint to that. He's also he's in Zootopia as well, and he's pretty good in that. Yeah, he's just a great voice. Yeah, actor. I mean, like, I, I, if you have not seen him in Luther, watch fucking Luther. I've only seen the first episode of Luther. It's one of those oh, things that's on my list. I need to watch the rest of because it's like three seasons now. Four. The fourth one's on the one that just finished, is it? Although, let's be honest, the fourth season is two episodes. So yeah, it's BBC. It's BBC. Yeah. So I mean. When I say four seasons, we're talking about a total of, I think, maybe 12 episodes. So. Which is fine, because that's the stories they want to tell. Yeah, and, that's, and I'm happy with that, yeah. right? And you, you I, mean, I mean, the guy who was Stringer Bell doesn't need to work, man. Yeah. He's Stringer Bell, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Idris Elba. I know the story, I know the, the book's been, they've been trying to get the book going for a long time. Yeah, Ron Howard was involved, but yeah. then they were going to do it as a movie, as a the movie, 10 episode TV show, yeah, then another like, movie, which would have been a nightmare. Who's this on? Is it who's where is Dark Tower going? Who's doing it? Uh, it's a director of Nikolai Arso I've never heard of. Um, uh, no, like it's, t- it's TV, right? Yeah, it's gonna be TV. Who's who, which channel? Any, any word? Didn't say actually. Shh. I'm it's thinking. It's not. Sh- it's not HBO because not, I saw HBO cancel something. That's probably. Oh God! Please don't tell me HBO canceled uh, American Gods. No, but HBO's not doing. No, no, no. It was some. There was something else that. No, what. HBO, HBO does Game of Thrones or something about yeah. the game, HBO got rid of I uh, cancelled some 
the shows that had gone just the pilot with maybe right. half because they weren't weren't working or something like that. Right, right. So they haven't had a bona fide re re hit recently right. since Game of Thrones and whatnot. But anyway, okay, we're not researching that. <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, so Sam Raimi, World War Three. Yeah. So this is a weird one. You want to take this? Um, I had. I haven't heard about it. I didn't know about the book. Uh, no. I didn't know about the movie. But from so just reading this sort of little blip here, Sam Raimi is set to direct World War Three, a feature film based on predictions from futurist George Friedman's 2009 non-fiction bestseller, The Next Call, The Next Hundred Years. Yeah. Um, there was something recently as well, an article that did read about this, which was you know, taking excerpts of the book, it was an excerpt from the book. Right. And it was kind of highlighting the biggest things with the wars that you would see would be different, like US joining with China, or mm. there was something about Turkey. There was, something like, there was a weird kind of alliance around Turkey for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it was not the people, it wasn't like... It wasn't the usual players that you expected. Yeah, I think it was the US and China teaming up against Russia or something like that, or something right. weird around those areas. Right. So, I like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I like that idea. I like the idea of of, of this this sounds like a very interesting like you were saying interesting technically fresh new IP but what was the one uh, could be like you know they're buying the setting yeah they could do like was it was it 13 days was the Cuban Missile Crisis movie 13 days something like that Kevin Costner I can't remember but it's like it's a, as a setting for drama as a work, setting for drama it worked yeah, quite yeah, well yeah. you know lots of people in operations rooms screaming at Jack Bowers over phones yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know pilots making heavy decisions yeah, over yeah. That, and, you know, and they're cancelling at the last minute yeah they're thumb hovering over yeah. the, the switch although will yeah. they still have that or will it be a drone or yeah, you, know, you know could be all different I mean my, my big issue with this is that I think it sounds like an interesting story my big issue with it is that bit about the movie the book being a non-fiction bestseller mm. only because of what they did with World War Z. Mm -hmm. You know, World War Z, if you've read the book, it's very, it's, it, it's told from a non-fiction point of view. There's it's no, a series of vignettes, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Brad Pitt character, there's no real sort of Brad Pitt yeah. character. There's no, there's no hero you're following through the entire book, right? It's sort of the, the, the historical event of what happened during the, the outbreak of the zombie world war. Yeah. And the book was interesting in, because it was told that way. Yeah, and the but movie's completely made, unlike yeah, that. When they just made another zombie movie yeah. with Brad Pitt in it, I was just really disappointed. And then they fucked the ending as well. And anyway. then they fucked the ending. Because they, they did a second ending because the other ending didn't yeah. work. Yeah. And they, yeah, shot, like, they shot half of that, right? The Battle of Moscow or something, yeah. apparently? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Insane. And then they just like, you know what? It's not working. They just went back. So I like the idea. I'm just concerned, like you were saying, about how they could have just but they could have bought the right to the book and they're just going to stick a couple of characters in it yeah. and make an entire movie about this setting. Yeah, or they could, I mean, I they could just even do that with, with any other thing. I mean, yeah. maybe they've got a nice historical background there to make the world real, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it just feels like a cop-out, to be honest with you, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. And I mean, I don't know, Sam Raimi, the, that yeah. Oz movie, I, I, like, I, I love, I fucking love the, um, the Evil Dead movies. Yeah. Uh, Driving to Hell. Someone mentioned Driving to Hell on Twitter the other day. I was like, "Fuck yeah, the ending of that is a real kick in the balls." That's yeah, a great. That's a great little film. Yeah, yeah. And the Spider-Man movies, obviously, that crops up in my YouTube videos all the time. People like reevaluating them, but like, no, one and two are still fucking great. One and two was great. I think. I think he kind of gave up on the third one. Oh yeah, I mean, he was forced. He's yeah, he didn't want to do it, right? Yeah. But that Oz, the Great and Powerful movie, is really not that great. I. I don't know what he was trying to do with that movie. Yeah, and, and, and I think, did it make enough money that he's, get, he's going to do another one? I think they did. Or was he after it? I don't know. I thought, was it? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I was just like, 
James Franco movie? Yeah. This is the, uh, what's her name? Mila Kunis movie? Yeah, you know, it's like... This is a special effects movie. This is a special effects movie. Although I will say that Little China Dog, the, the Little China Dog, was pretty creepy. Yeah, she wasn't supposed to be that loud. <laughs> or or, the, or the, the monkey from with the guy from Boys from Scrubs was also yeah, fucked up that as was well. Yeah, pretty weird. Just odd, an odd decision made on that. Yeah, movie a as real well. odd decision made. So I don't know, maybe he can take that on this on this to the new thing because he's a producer on the Ash vs Evil Dead TV show, and that is exactly what I wanted to be. Yeah, but here, but the other thing is, it's a pretty sort of it's a it's a set formula, right? Yeah. It's Ash vs Evil Dead. You know what you're getting into. But and I do like the fact that they play up the fact that Ash is an idiot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they play that up more so they than they, up more there's so, not enough yeah. time in the movies, whereas to, to, to really in the shows they can yeah. really drive the fact home that most of what happens is because he's an idiot and takes the shortcut instead of going the right way. And it's yeah, only yeah. halfway through that as well because I know there's only like 10 episodes. 10 I don't episodes, want to watch right. them all. Is there like a second one? I'm not sure. Not I sure. think I think it was very well received. And right. I think in that one as well, Sam Raimi was producing but like had hands off a little bit, so mm. let a new generation do stuff. Right. Which is amazing how much they managed to make it like the old movies. But I think it's one of those things where you get guys who are fans of the, of, of the original movies, right? Yeah. You don't give it to someone to give a new, fresh take. Yeah, although that, 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 that worked pretty well as well, yeah. the, the Evil Dead movie that came out. Well, okay. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. I liked well, it. Right, right, right. I kept waiting for the Bruce Campbell cameo, which wasn't in it, but... You know. didn't come around. No. Time, yeah. And even the sequel to that's going to disappear if it's an asshole as well. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. We we'll probably we should move on. But Jesus, we end up, this is this happens when I get you or Uma on. It's like especially Uma because like he's on the radio all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, he edits them then later. It's like yeah. I'm not editing. I'm just I'm live. We're live editing, so this I'm just gonna just cut across. Go right on there, yeah. Uh, I'd like to get into. I'd, I'd like to jump into Pacific Rim too. Oh okay. Only because I was a fan of the first one. I'm a fan of the first one as well. Yeah. Gavin wasn't mad at it. I quite enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I was a little annoyed so much it was at night. I wanted to see more cool stuff. And the soundtrack is fantastic for running in the gym. Yes. The Tom Morello fucking bass beat. Yes. 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 I was a huge fan of Pacific Rim 2. I was I was thrilled when at first they were saying that they were going to go into Pacific Rim. Sorry, they were going to make a sequel. Yeah. And then it was broken when they said they may not make a sequel. And then now that they, I'm, I don't know, all right? Anyway. They're back and they've got Stephen S. Denight, right? Yes. Is that his name, S. Denight? Yes, he, he, he's directing. But for me, what is really sort of... Who is, sorry, we should say he is the, the sh- he was a showrunner on season one of Daredevil uh, after uh, someone else dropped out. Dropped out. Yeah. But either way, it worked, it worked out pretty well. Yep. I will say I'm very excited by John Spates writing the script. Mm-hmm. I By all accounts, it sounds like his Prometheus script was a little bit more interesting than what they. Yes. Had. I, I don't. I, I hate jumping on the Lindelof yeah. bandwagon because he. I do hear interesting things from about him, and yeah. the thing is, he does what the studio wants. Yeah. And some of the problems with Prometheus were down to Ridley Scott. Right. Like the stuff in the script about um, what actually happened to the geologist guy. I don't know. Like they shot stuff where on set where he looks like he's mutating into an alien. He's getting an alien oh, head. Oh, okay. Where he doesn't look at the weird zombie thing he turned into. Right, right. So there was a lot more of a thematic tie to the alien movie there, which I don't know why they took it out. It's like that looked like it was fine. That made more sense that it would right. mutate him into that form. Right, right, right. So I don't know. And there's other things as well. Like the movie, okay. But I like, I, I, I read, I read uh, John Spade's uh, passenger script off of the blacklist. Oh, which is the one that it's, it's, it's in production now with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. It was originally supposed to be Keanu Reeves. Yes. Uh, I think I think Keanu Reeves would have been better. It's supposed to be, it's, oh. a, it's tentatively scheduled for release at the end of this year. I don't know if really? it's going to make it December yet. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I really like the script. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very curious about how they're going to do it mm-hmm. because I've read the script 
Actually, the first half of the movie is just him alone. I just want to take notes in the mansion. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But I so, Passengers is a story of a guy who wake, is accidentally woken up in a cryo sleep in a yeah. multi multi thousand year voyage. Yeah. And it's kind of the, the synopsis is kind of creepy because he picks a woman to wake up to keep him company, and that's like you just doomed her to life on the ship and not at the happy, happy, joy, joy place we're going yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a real dick move. Dick move. It's a. It's going to be real hard to redeem yeah. that character in the yeah, third yeah, act yeah, to make yeah. you care yeah, about him. Absolutely. Unless it ends with her just flushing about the airlock, and giving him the finger. Because the thing is, because they can't once they're out, they can't go back into cryo freeze. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. So, but wasn't also the first half of the movie? No, I think the first quarter was him by himself, and then after that, the 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 ship system was sort of he became his friend or something. He had like a I think like AI a or something. Or something. Um, and the third act is a problem they have to solve because the ship is going to go yeah, down anyway. Yeah, yeah, and then they realize it's not going to work out. Yeah. Um, and then it turns like into the what was that one with uh, Dennis Quaid and Ben Foster? It wasn't Cargo, was it? Don't know. Oh, it was a weird movie, a weird made-up name. <laughs> I don't know. Pandorum. I don't know that one, dude. Oh, okay. Get on your own. Anyway. Okay, so I am excited when it's... Um, I, I, yeah. My passengers are Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 my one thing, though, like the last I heard when they were talking about it the first time was that the, the second movie was going to be about the two scientists, which I'm kind of concerned about. Yeah, Burns Gorman wasn't great in that. I mean, Charlie Day was just like winging it all over the place. Yeah, that's not what Pacific Rim is. Pacific yeah, Rim is giant robots fight, fight, fighting kaiju. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see them trying to figure out who the kaiju. I don't need to know the kaiju's motivation. Yeah, I the don't need. I don't need a love story. No, I don't. The I only don't. love story they should have is between a man and his mech, <laughs> or yes. a woman and, his, and her mech. And yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's either way, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, has there been any word about? Um, any of the original cast coming back? No, not yet. I think they're still like when, when they had the budget. Right? When they had the budget issues, uh, Guillermo del Toro was talking to people saying like, "Well, we're st- we still have a date to submit script for budgeting." Right. That was the last thing, and then there was kind of like nothing, and now yeah. it's this this, this announcement that someone's taking it over and he's producing it. But mm. that's also because he says yes to everything. Guillermo del Toro was like, I mean, he repeatedly on the show, you just list off this involved this involved this involved yeah, this. Yeah, involved yeah. this. He's, has, he's constantly working. He doesn't need to sleep. Yeah. And now he's on Twitter. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. We followed my follow with it. It's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Alright, well, we'll watch some trailers quickly. Uh, you weren't aware of the High Rise trailer at all, were you? I was not aware of the High Rise trailer. So I think I saw the first one was a little bit more subdued, but the second trailer for High Rise, which is a J.G. Ballard book starring Tom Hiddleston, it, it's a 70s book where everyone lives in this tower and something goes wrong. Yeah. It's got a real nice, weird 70s vibe to it. Yeah. Um, like he's playing, there's a shot where Tom Hiddleston, for no apparent reason, is playing squash in a kind of suit and tie. In a suit and tie. It looks kind of um, cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Um, there was the other shot of, of uh, suddenly they're all at a like a eyes wide shut orgy. Yeah, and, and he's still in the suit. He's still in the suit. Yeah, uh, and then there was that one shot in the trailer. Uh, it was this comes towards the end of the trailer um, where the, where a guy jumps off or falls off the building, uh-huh. and they were talking about how isn't it weird that a man falls off the thirty ninth floor and then no cops come. Yeah. There was a split second shot of the baller of the jumper or whatever as his head's just about to hit oh really I didn't see that at all a complete split second oh wow it's just like it's a shot of the top of a car and his head just comes and it just cuts I'm just like what the hell yeah Ben Wheatley's done a lot of kind of like horror but not horror movies he did The Field in England he did uh, Kill List Uh, Kill List is the one that freaked me out so much I bought a t-shirt like after I finished watching it I was like what no No. what no 
I like it, yeah. it completely fucked me up yeah. for quite. A, like I had to, I had to have a lie down after. I was like completely fucked up. <laughs> <on> that movie. <laughs> I still haven't watched the field in England yet because I can't go through that again. Right. And I've heard okay. that's pretty fucked up as well. Okay. So this is a very. It's just, it's great. It's got Tom Hiddleston, Jeremy Irons is in it. Yeah. It's a. It's not even science fiction. It's just a weird, you know, it's, alternate take on the world. It's kind of like that though. Like watching it, I don't know. It could be the trailer. It could be the. It could be the way they cut the trailer, but. It's got like a really weird, creepy vibe to it. Yeah, it's got that it's weird, like almost John Carpenter style yeah. uh, synth music going yeah. through it. Um, and and it's like the the, the lighting is some the, the the coloring is some sickly yellow. Yeah. Just sort of vibe wise, it just it's it's supposed to be comforting, but it doesn't. It's just off. It's just off. A little bit's weird, and that's just yeah. Yeah, I love it. and even, yeah, it's it looks great. very cool. The set design looks amazing. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, another trailer that had you heard of Midnight Special at all? No. Before I sent you the notes? No, no, no. So, so Midnight Special is a, a movie Gavin a trailer mentioned in the trailers, and I hadn't seen it. And the second trailer sold me even harder. It's uh, Mike Nichols, I think it is. Yeah. And I saw the trailer. It looks like bits of Firestarter, yeah. um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. It doesn't tell you anything. No. But the look of it, I'm sold. I am, I am all in on this mm, fucking movie. Mm. It looks really, really good. There's yeah. all sorts of weird close encounter shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's a little kid. It's like it's, it's like a, a sixth sense, but super. It's like sixth sense with superpowers. Superpowers, yeah. That kind of looks but, like that. Or is he an alien? I don't yeah, know. as I was gonna say, is he superpowers? Is he alien? But either way, it's got Michael Shannon, Shannon grimacing through it, and I just like Michael Shannon is now my yeah. go-to guy. I will watch him in anything. Yes. I still need to watch the night before, the Christmas yeah. one. Oh, I haven't seen that because he plays a kind of a, a drug dealer in that. I just oh, cannot shit, imagine that really? at all. Like he's not the scary kind of drug dealer. Like a crazy kind of. Drug no, the kind of like funny, give you some weed dealer, mm. which is kind of completely different from what you expect from Michael Shannon. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, and his uh, nerdist, uh, you know, the nerdist podcast. Yeah. His nerdist interview was hilarious. Really? Because he totally plays off the fact that everyone thinks he's like made out of rock. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. He's just like he just drops these little things and people are like. He's serious, sir. And then he just starts chuckling to himself. So he's just fucking with everybody all right. the time. Okay. Which is weird because I first saw him in uh, Bottle of Empire. Oh, right. Yeah. And, I then, that, right. and then I saw him in uh, Superman. Yeah. Because I saw him in, uh, what was it? A premium premium ride? Premium rush? The Joseph Gordon Levette's like bicycle. Like, yeah, bicycle yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, and then, uh, is it Fine Shelter? Something Shelter? He did a couple of movies. I think it's. Uh, might be the same director producer as as, as uh, Midnight Special, but it's mm-hmm. a movie about a guy who keeps having apocalyptic visions of a, of a, a hurricane, and oh. it's whether he's got losing his mind or whether he's actually having visions is a big question. Right, and it's just him grimacing and yeah, yeah, just kind of doing that thing he yeah, does, thing, yeah, you know, yeah. where he just he's just pissed yeah. at everybody. Uh, he, he, his 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 role in Bodog is is also pretty cool. He he does a really odd. Um, Turn as a character, yeah. which I really like for him to do, because um, he starts off as like this really hard ass, hard nosed, um, hard ass and a hard nose, hard ass and a hard nose, um, <laughs> pro- prohibition era uh, agent. Uh-huh. So he's really sort of like you know, yeah, hard ass and a hard nose. Mm. And then through halfway through the series, he something happens and he has to go on the land, mm-hmm. and he starts and he joins up with the mafia. Oh. But then he becomes the mafia's bitch. Oh, you know, so it's just like a weird turn for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he plays it off really well. How many episodes? many series of Boardwalk are there? No, four. Five. And there's a twenty-two episode season. Uh, no, it's HBO. So it's oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, it's on my list. Yeah, yeah. 
We live Come in a time. On, we live. We live in a time of infinite content. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the longer you wait, the more things will come. Yes, yeah. and speaking yeah. of things that are going to come on TV, Tom Hardy in Ridley Scott's yeah, drama on. Oh shit! Do you know what TV ch- channel it's going to be on? No, I don't. It's called Taboo. Taboo, yeah. And FX. It's FX, is it? Yeah, and it's like. Um, I actually have not seen the trailer. You need to see the trailer. I've just been avoiding it. I've like, oh, I've it's like it's. It, Around the time of like the East India Company, there's a lot of fucking rain yes. going on. It's a lot very, very like the old Sleepy Hollow movie, but not so Tim Burton. Okay, okay. And his he returns home for his father's funeral, and it's like his father has a shipping company, but it's playing into this whole big thing of like you don't go up against the East India Company kid. Right, and right. And then there's okay. also a whole thing of him saying, "Oh, I've been part of you. I know what you've done." Right. Okay. So it's kind of like you know the the drug dealer becoming a cop or something you know what I mean right, 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 right. and it's just weird and dark and he's wearing a really bizarre hat right. and like it's kind of pilgrims kind of stuff yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know lots of leather and lots yeah. lots of fucking rain he seems to be covered in tattoos for some reason because he's gone fucking native when he was off you know somewhere I mean? yeah. around the world yeah. you should watch uh, have you seen um, uh, Peaky Blinders yeah, I, ha- I have half of it here I need to watch that <laughs> I'm still a car- Fucking, no. that, what's the other one? There's Peaky Blinders and then there's Penny Dreadful. I still have... I, 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 I finished not, the, like, the first first season of Penny Dreadful. It's great. I need to... I'm not getting into Penny Dreadful. The third, third season of that's coming out soon. I still have to catch up on Outlander. So like, hell. Um, uh, Tom Hardy in Boardwalk Empire Season 2, he plays a Jewish gangster. Right. Oh, fucking A. Have you seen The Revenant? I have not seen The Revenant. He's pretty good in that role. Really? Yeah. Tom Hardy is the way to go. He is? Pretty I, fucking amazing. I like how... I like how the English don't have a problem with with their actors going TV, going film, going TV, going film. Uh, you know, a like, little bit. I mean, it's at the, at the moment. I think it's because we're living like you see it in numerous uh, US articles from the golden age of television. Yeah, but like you know, we like, are getting TV that we would never fucking get. I mean, oh no, absolutely. When th- that kind of attitude comes from when it was like, well, I'm going to go on Dallas or Falcon Crest. No, but hang on, you say that, but Chris Pine would never do a TV season. You know, we're talking about Tom Hardy who who is was in Batman, then he went and did all these other things yeah. to become essentially a supporting throwaway cast member on Peaky Blinders to then doing Revenant. Yeah, but he just does, I mean, I haven't seen Locke yet either. He just does, he has weird choices as well yeah, to go yeah. from like Bane to he's yeah, in yeah. a car for two hours yeah. on but, the phone. <laughs> okay, so what about Tom Hiddleston doing High Rise and then The Night Manager. The Night Manager. Yeah, well, that's because it's, I think it's because it's, it's John LeCarron at the BBC. That's true. Uh, John Le Carre, John Le Carre, I never know how to pronounce that. Yeah. Is it not John Le Carre? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I like how they do that. I like how the fact. I like how they're just like, yeah, this is a great TV series. Yeah. I want to do this TV series. Okay, this is a great film. I want to do this film. Yeah. It's not like. A but it's he's he's made choices to get there. You know what I mean? That's true. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my. Uh, did you see my tweet about Andrew Garfield? No. Oh, that was the weirdest thing ever. So over the weekend, I was. Uh, I was watching a BBC documentary from 2006 right. called The Power of Art. Right. Okay. It was a, it was an episode on um, Caravaggio. Okay. Okay. So who was to play Caravaggio's uh, best friend and muse, but our friend Andrew Garfield. Okay. So I, I just wasn't expecting it. I was uh, watching, I was like, the sense familiar is, um, what's his name? Uh, David Tennant isn't, isn't in that as well, is he? Not that I've seen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know though, 2006, he was pretty big already. It sounds familiar. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, it just sort of, I took me back. 
Yeah. But he's an English. He's an English kid. He's an English kid. Yeah. Absolutely right. So this idea that yeah, you can do yeah, just do a documentary. I suspect he did that before he got famous and all that. Yeah. It's still it's before he destroyed Spider Man. Before he destroyed Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but but that Tim Allen almost walked out on the I saw it in the UK. Really? Which was the second one? one? First one? The first one. Wow. The first one was. Who's uh, the bad guy? In first one. Uh, They bl- they blur into one because I avoid. I didn't go to the cinema to see it. Yeah. Oh shit. The rhino is at the end of the second one, right? The rhino is the second one. So that means the second one is the rhino and electro. electro. And uh, wasn't the gob- green goblin? Wasn't it? Yeah, but it was younger green goblin. We're younger green goblin. Yeah, it was hobgoblin essentially. The first one was the one where what's her name's father died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gwen Stacy. Um, who was the bag? The reptile. It was Chris Evans. The, yes. the, the lizard, the lizard. The lizard yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. My issue with that movie, just just for one thing, is <laughs> Ben. That's what we're here for. It's hipster Peter Parker. Yeah. Hi. Right, he wasn't too bad. No, I mean. come on. He was the guy that gets beat on. He's not the guy that in school stops the bullies from beating the kids. Yeah. yeah. He's the nerd that gets beat on. That to me is my issue. He's he's hipster Peter Parker and I bugged the hell. Out of it. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. Get Andrew Garfield, which I'm fine with, but then I get hipster Peter Parker. Yeah. Okay. There were Sorry. plenty of problems with that movie. Yeah. Now, this is this show is just all tangents. Um, all right. Right. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we I think we talked about Daredevil. There's the, the two teasers for this, which was they did a thing where they showed part one and part two of the trailers. For a ten episode fucking series, they show a lot. Like I, I didn't realize yeah. until I watched them back to back. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. okay, there's no footage shared between these yeah, two no, trailers. No, it's, it's completely different. And while it is like maybe what it's five six minutes all told when you yeah. watch them back to back, that's like ten episodes. You've got. You've got fucking the Punisher in there. You've yeah. got Electra. Electra you've got the Hand. Yeah. Um, there's like, I think it's still a plot. You've seen the, all the first series, right? I've seen the first series. Yeah. There's still a plot point dangling from why the Hand wanted those particular locks. In the Kingpin's plan for for the kitchen, for House Kitchen, mm-hmm. there were certain buildings they wanted. Right. Yeah. And they never really explained they never why they wanted exactly. those buildings. Yeah. And that seems to be tying into this some fucking hand. Right. Maybe that'll turn into Iron Fist or something. Okay. Know. Here's a question. Do, should I finish Jessica Jones just before I watch the Dawson movie? I don't know. I mean, um, what's her name from Clerks 3? What? Uh, Rosa, R- Rosa, Rosa, Dawson. Rosetta Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Rosetta Dawson? Yeah, like she turns up in Jessica Jones. There's a little bit of a thing there. Right. Um, I'm not sure whether they're going to put Luke Cage in, but you should finish it. You should finish Jessica Jones. It's but worth it. And also, Luke Cage is kind of cool. It's kind of it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's nice how it ends and stuff. So, yeah. um, I actually have actually got to write an article. I got to review it. Jessica Jones. No, Daredevil. Oh, okay. So I've already checked. I think it's three o'clock on the Friday, a Friday on the Friday the eighteenth, because it's it, it goes live. Apparently, Netflix shows go live midnight. Yeah. Oh, at twelve oh one on the day of release. So it's yeah. the eighteenth. Yeah. With twelve oh one Pacific. Yeah. Which is three afternoon here. So, oh, yes, yes, so I'm going to sit down with pizza and yeah. maybe a few coffees and some beers Friday, and yeah. fucking mainline it. Friday the 18th. Friday the 18th. So I'm going to just... Should I take time <laughs> I was wondering if I should just take time off work. Like I was, I did, we, we started doing oh, no, that, we started doing that last year, but we were going to record in between, but uh, Gavin wasn't going to be able to make it. So instead we just watched a couple of episodes and got drunk. Right. This year I'm actually getting paid to write an article. So, so I need to watch all 10 episodes right. in the day they come out. Right. 
right. take a few notes oh, and review it. Yes, I'm not shooting that weekend. <laughs> and the 17th is St. Patrick's Day, so you got a few drinks, hey, recover, and then, hey, you know, watch Daredevil for 10 hey, hours. It's 10 hours, right? Yeah. So, by, hey, by, so you know, by 1 a.m. I should be finished. <laughs> right. hey, oh. oh, God, that's that's longer than Lord of the Rings, a normal edition, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I... I was completely knackered at the end of I mainlined that ever once. Yeah. I was completely tired at the end of How long did you watch it over? Yeah. No, it's done. One day. One day? Yeah. I was just... Because I actually watched it on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, you couldn't watch it anywhere else. <laughs> no, no, I know. Well, we can, technically. Oh, you could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so you're a filthy pirate. Bastards. So, like, so like you know, you put on the... Fir- the thing about Netflix, you put it on, obviously, at the end of the episode, they'll just automatically... Yes. So if you don't, for me, if I don't get up fast enough to stop the computer, yes, I'm just like, oh well, it started. I guess I'm just watching this now. Well, that's the thing. Now that Netflix has launched in Malaysia, the Xbox One app for Netflix defaults to Malaysia, so it works. So I can finally start watching from my TV because I did have my laptop up last time, and the right. first thirty seconds of every episode were pixelated until it kicked in. Until it kicked in, right? Whereas yeah, yeah. now with the Xbox, it should be a lot better. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, I mainlined it over a Saturday. I was. I was in bed all Sunday. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this just wore me the fuck out. I think I'm supposed to go to Somewhere Lagoon on the, on the Saturday, so... <laughs> I, that shit ain't happening, my friend. If you're mainlining it on Friday, and you finish at 1... I got it. I, it's I, work. <laughs> okay, well, good luck with that. Uh, I'll finish off our trailers with uh, some quick stuff. You Did you see the Sadako versus Kayako? Do you have even idea what that was? No. That's the ring versus the grudge. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Okay, so that's what it's called. Yeah. So this is the official title. Yeah, because it's Sadako from the Ring versus. I didn't even know it was Kayako from the Grudge, but I. These, did you watch those? Did you get the J Horror uh, when it came out? And, well, the K, K, the Grudge is Korean, right? Grudge trip. I saw. I think I saw one of the Ring movies. I don't know which one it was. Mm, I've seen all of the Ring movies. Yeah. All of them, even the weird offshoots and the ones that oh, aren't really Ring movies. I'm yeah. not a huge it was a, We went through a pretty bad time with it. It was a dark time. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge horror fan. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll watch a few of them just as like, a, I gotta know what it's about. Kind of thing. Yeah, the yeah. time I was going to go was being into horror. Yeah. I don't into horror, but it's like, it was just, it was the first time I ever caught a wave. Yep. Like I'd heard about Ring, it was yeah. on VHS. Like I watched yeah, yeah. the first Ring on fucking VHS. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I had to pause it and go watch football because I couldn't hack it anymore on my shitty VHS player. I was like, right. I'm getting the scan lines. I don't want to deal with this. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to watch it in the morning when it's bright out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not sure if it's your VHS or if it's the. Oh my god. Yeah, no, yeah. and then the Grudge is like, I think because the first Grudge you watch is the Grudge three because the Grudge one and two were on TV or something like that. Like the, the same guy made all three of them. Right. Right. And that first one where you hear the noise, like, it was, like watching this trailer again, I was completely transported back to the feelings of the horror. Over 15, 10, 15 years ago, because the, the, the Grudge is the noise. That I will say, the, I, the Grudge has the. Yeah, yeah. It was this one with the boy, right? Yeah, the little boy who makes kind of a cat scream, and the yeah, one yeah. with the long hair the long from the hair, roof. Yeah. yeah, I saw the American remake. Ugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a horror guy, and I was just like, I, I, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch any of the originals. Oh, the American remake of The Grudge has Bill Pullman jumping off a balcony at the beginning. I saw that in the cinema and the entire place started laughing because it's really, like, it's supposed to be really, you know, jarring. Yeah. But it's just shot in a really, it's just shot like the camera's just sitting there and he yeah. just goes into the balcony and jumps off. Everyone started laughing. Really? Yeah, like, that's why I, I couldn't take the American oh, okay. version. Same with the American version of The Ring. It's like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? I didn't see The Ring in the Ring. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. The American, Japanese version. Um, just so, like a rando aside, um, what was that? The, this isn't a horror movie. The, uh, 
the 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 Japanese movie about the about the cl- about the group of students that was so like Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to read that was at the same time. That was yeah, at yeah, the similar time that all these movies See, just coming I'm out. I'm more of a Battle Royale kind of guy, not a horror, yeah. but like. Oh, it was just that, like you know, at that at that time, horror had become a joke. Yeah. You know, horror was. It's probably only just a certain time. Horror was, I know what you did with last summer and those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, or yeah, Scream, yeah. it was yeah, self-referential. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. actually scary. Yeah, 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 and you yeah. watch The Ring and you just existential... Dr- like, okay, this is what happens. So you, usually, you I get actually, goosebumps when yeah, I talk about it because it's not like... It's not... I mean, there's a few good jump scares in The Ring as well. Yeah. That subli- subliminal shot of whatever yeah. happens to you yeah, when yeah, you yeah. see The Ring and yeah. then you die because yeah. it's always horribly disfigured. Yes. But... Yes. It's just a fucking dread, and it's yes, always yes. fucking yeah. raining, and there's yeah, yeah. no color in yeah, the yeah. frame, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. "What is going on?" I think, I think, I think the American again. I'm probably the wrong guy to be getting to be telling you this, but the American um, horror movies just started depending on the jump cuts, the scares. Yeah, you know, which they didn't bother with the story. What lies beneath was the pinnacle of that. Did you ever see that? No. It was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and um, Harrison Ford. And you know she doesn't know whether her husband's a, her new husband's a killer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it just has delightful, absolutely delightful jump scares. Oh really? Like there's a noise at one point. The radio comes on. That's weird static, mm-hmm. and I never want to hear that noise again. <laughs> like I've not watched that movie since, in right. case that noise happened, because right. it was a noise that pierced your very soul. Right. And they do like triple, quadruple fake outs with like you know oh. the door opening in the shower and looking in the mirror and is that something there? And then it's not. And like, but you're getting a jump every time it changes, yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then the dog comes in. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake! And you're like, you. don't do that, Danny. And then it's another thing pops <laughs> up, and you're like, Jesus Christ! But by the half an hour mark in that movie, people were giggling because oh, really? it become a roller coaster. Oh. It become like, oh Jesus Christ! Right, right. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, it's, yeah. It was still fun, but at that point, after that, it was hard for me to take jump scares. Right. Like, you're not really watching it. You're just yeah. It becomes a roller coaster. It is a very yeah. much a roller coaster, yeah. but as, as, as I kind of get detached in the characters and stories a little yep. bit. Yeah. Um, whereas Japanese ones are just like, oh god, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What's happening? What's happening? Now? <laughs> what now? Um. So I, the thing I have about Sadako is I don't know. These are two implacable supernatural beings. Yes. Uh, unstoppable. You can't do anything to bargain with them. You can't stop them. Right. Yeah. What the fuck are they gonna do to each other? Like, is it gonna be like, yeah! Are they gonna like, you know, square off against the yeah. room? Are they gonna go like, are we, are we suddenly gonna go like, you know, are they gonna fist fight? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it like a game of chess where each one of them gets to terrify the person the most or something yeah. like that? And then they take turns. Yeah, and they take turns. Uh. Um. And we, we, um, we, might, we might talk about that live. I haven't let the messages come in. We're getting we're getting constant messages from right, a friend of ours right. in the UK. And well, from this is worth doing, I think. Well, well I, I need to load uh, it up. So, did you load it yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coming at you live. Live. Uh, oh yeah, we'll put this on the show notes. So, a friend yeah. of ours just took a photo with Doctor Who. <laughs> with Peter fucking Capaldi. Sweet. Oh, sweet God. Sweet Jesus. And he's, he's he's well into it. Yeah. So the whole conversation is like, fuck, what, Jesus, what? <laughs> I hate you. Oh my God. Yeah, his <laughs> hair is the same as in the show. He, he, he does he, he does the Doctor Who look. I'm glad he does a Doctor. I'm glad it's not Peter Capaldi photo. It's a Doctor Who photo. Yeah, because he has his collar up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll put this in the show notes because it's got, like this is fucked up. And, and, and he's got the and he's got the sort of like puzzled Doctor the the puzzled Doctor look. Yeah, uh, and Amelia's oh no, it's not sorry the focus. She's fine. So she's just the companion there. Yeah, she's the companion. Fucking told her to go talk to him if it was him. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, seems like he's up for that. He's done that a few. I've seen a few things on Twitter. There was something about a guy called Daniel who appeared to be sick, and uh, yeah. someone was tweeting about it, and he was he called up to right? stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
This is the Rando Aside. That's the name of this week's show. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Doctor Rando Aside. Doctor Rando Aside. Cool. Uh, quickly then, because we're running long now, but fuck it. Um, one thing I saw was the trailer for Oliver Stone Snowden. I got tricked into watching this trailer because the photo had a picture of Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Snowden. Okay. Edward Snowden. Yeah. I was expecting footage in the trailer. There's no fucking footage in the trailer, but then I saw the cast list. The cast is pretty fucking awesome. I mean, Shailene Woodley, give or take. Scott Eastwood's bigging up, right, these days. Yeah, people, he is. They're he's talking about him as a young Han Solo or something. Or as well, yeah, there was word about it. Yeah. But then Nicolas Cage is in this? Oh. Nicolas Cage in a Snowden movie? I'm kind of just... What did you do about the encryption? <laughs> you know? The only Nicolas Cage... Put the PGP key back in the box. The only Nicolas Cage movies I still want to watch is... Um, uh, oh, crap. The American Indiana Jones. What's it called? Oh, uh, oh, I'm blanking now. Shit, I'm blanking. it's not independence. Uh, it's something. No. En- enemy of the state. It's no. like enemy of the state, right? It's something of the something. National treasure. Something national something. treasure. Yeah. I like national treasure. Do you? That's the only. Is he doing movie. another one? I don't know. Oh. I-, I wish he would. That's the only Nick Cage movies I want to watch now. Yeah. Well, how's yeah. Zachary? So Timothy Elephant's in this as well. Zachary Quinto, Jonah Richardson. It just—it seems weird. Oliver Stone, Snowden drama with Nicholas. And Nicholas Cage doesn't say who the fuck he is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's playing the internet. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. It's just, he's just doing that, you know, the Nicholas Cage face. Oh, really? That, he's just doing that the yeah, whole way yeah, through the, the whole movie. Way through, yeah. So it's mostly made out of cats in Nicholas Cage. But we can use it to send information. Send information. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay, quickly then. Um, I'm weirded out by the Sing trailer. So it's a looks like Zootopia the musical. Okay. The only reason I bring this up is because I looked into who it's written and directed by, who's Gath Jennings. Did you ever hear of Gath Jennings? Uh, I'm looking at your notes here. Gath Jennings was yeah. the director of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Which I like. Which, par- which with, as part of a, I can't remember the other guy's name, he was part of a team that was uh, called Hammer and Tongue. He did a lot of music yes. videos, including yeah. the Blur Dancing Milk Carton video. Yes. And he also directed Son of Rambo. Yes. I think he wrote and directed that. I think he wrote and directed that. And he's now getting to do it's it's Illumination. When I first heard about this, is like this looks like it's some cheap knockoff gig, but it's yeah. Illumination who did uh, the Spickle of Me Minions. Yeah. Um, and it's a uh, it's got Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane. He hasn't done an awful lot recently. I think you know the Hitchhiker's Guide was a a cursed chalice. There's not like it's you can't do the perfect adaptation. Yeah. So or without doing a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they changed a few things in the books from the books, yeah. and uh, the ending I think was a bit off. The ending was a bit off. Yeah. Marvin, Marvin, the paranoid android was pretty fucking good. Yeah, pretty fine, yeah. Um, I have to say I did like um, the God, what's your name? The, the guy from the office. No, no, the other guy. We got the two heads. No, no, no. Ford Prefect. Must death. Moth Death. Yeah, Moth yeah. Death is for Prefect. was a nice yeah, twist. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice twist. Because he's American. It. That's why everyone thinks it's it. That's why he gets everything wrong. It <laughs> makes perfect. It's the perfect yeah, cover. Yeah, exactly. Right? And uh, I don't know. I like his, I like his enthusiasm. Yeah. I, I like what he brought to the movie. And the name, he's called for Prefect because he saw so many cars on planet yeah. Earth. He thought they were the dominant life form. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, but this looks like, I mean, it does look very middling. But okay. the fact that it's got Gareth Jennings gives me hope. Right. That um, it might be something more. Yeah, and that's another one that should I had to do an article plan for the whole year. So I looked at the whole year's worth of releases, yeah. and that should be the end of the year or um, early next year. We should get that. Right. Oh man, how long are we running? Okay, it is always run long. I forget how long we run these gambling. How long is that? Um, oh, we're good. We're good. We're still good. I think as long as we hit an hour thirty under that, we're okay. That's uh, fine. Where are we are now? Uh, an hour ten. Okay. So um, there was also a trailer for Kindergarten Cop Two with Dolph Lundgren. I'm not like, watching Fuck that, that noise. 
No, it is a, coming soon the DVD and on demand. It's like oh, really? good luck. Yeah. Oh jeez. It's like awful. Oh crap. I, I did. Really like the, I, I thought the first one was funny. And the first one was great. That was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Always a classic. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So we don't do this so very often, but I, I wanted to bring it up this time, uh, dearly departed section, because yeah. I think since the la- we talked about um, Alan Rickman's last show, I think, but um, two guys who I just really—they seem to be in everything I watched in the eighties when really? I was growing up. Yeah. Uh, one was George Kennedy. So George Kennedy was the older, the boss detective in the Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, he passed away at the age of ninety-one, and he was Ed Hocken in the Naked Gun. Would have seen him in Dallas as well. Earthquake and Airport 75. You ever seen Earthquake? It's like it's one of the it's like the Independence Day of the 70s. Really? Yeah. I don't it's. I mean, these are things that would just be recycled on TV all the time. Airport yeah. 75 as well. I need to at some point convince somebody to pay me to do an over review of those airport movies. It was like Airport 75, Airport 80, and they were just like disaster movies involving planes. Really? I think Airport 80 was the one with the Concord that crashes in the Alps or something like that. There's all sorts of weird fucking shit. Okay. And, and he's the, he's, I think he was the stalwart guy back at headquarters or back at the traffic right. control trying right, to get right, shit right, sorted. Right. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. Um, he was in like a load of old TV shows like Bonanza and stuff like that. He's a yeah. big, and you know, did you saw the, yeah, see the guy, another guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, he was the perfect patsy in the naked gun. Like as, yeah. ba- as much as Leslie Nielsen was just, you know, yeah. he was like purposefully out of it you know yes. he's like yes. purposefully oblivious yes. whereas the other guy this guy was just like yeah. good job frank yeah yeah, <laughs> just, yeah completely not yeah uh yeah the other one was because i had a, the, the the police academy movies they're awful they're genuinely awful but they had a they have a, a soft spot in my heart because when when you're growing up that's your first kind of taste of smut when i was growing up yeah because they were like 15 so there was boobs in that man that's true um uh, okay my 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 mine was the revenge of the Mist. Oh really? Yeah. I yeah, I think that. that was I think that was even too smutty for us. I didn't even really? get that but cuz cuz the the police academy movies got they lessened it over time so you yeah. could by the time you watch the third one people thought you, you could see the first one again and right. it's like oh actually no this is actually pretty not raunchy. Yeah, it's pretty raunchy. Yeah, yeah. Um so Commandant Eric Lassard um, yeah. was the guy who uh, who's played by an actor called George Gaines. Uh-huh. He was also in Punky Brewster which we didn't get at home. I, I didn't get, I don't think we got Punky Brewster. No, but um he was just always getting blowjobs from lecterns. That was the whole thing in Police Academy. There was always a, there was always some subplot with a hooker, and it nearly always ended with him at a podium saying, "I am very, 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 very happy to see you all here today." And oh, I thought sorry, there was a zip, and then there was a new noise because there was a hooker in the podium who would then give him a blowjob, and that's how the movie ended. And it's almost. And he doesn't know, right? He well, he, he figures out pretty fast. No, no, I know, but, it's all but he has to keep going with the speech. Yeah, he's like, "You are all very fine individuals." Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, but it's always that thing where, like, it's one of the one of the other people sort of put him up to or put Mahoney up, put, put, yeah. put sorted up. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he's always shocked. But he was always like, you know, the affable uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to um, similar to George Kennedy, they're just like they were those grand, those those uncles you didn't you saw on the TV sometimes. You know? yeah, 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 they were just always fun. The slightly loony ones, but it's fine. Yeah, so sad to see them gone now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, moving on to cool stuff. We'll just jump right into hot toys have lost their goddamn mind. Did you see this? Yeah, uh, the life size ones. Yeah, hot. They're making seven foot Batman toys. Seven <laughs> foot tall Batman toys. I I will I will throw something else out there. Then. Did they not also do of life size Iron Man Hulkbuster ones? No, I mean they might. I mean they might no, have been displaced. So no, I've seen no, they did that for sale. Really? Someone did that for sale. 
That's may not insane. be Hot Toys, but they did it for sale. But like there it, was like a price on it. It's six foot four statue of Ben Affleck in his armor. Right. It's fucking. Not, what the fuck? What? Who's gonna buy this? Perfect Ben Affleck. Didn't he? No. Yeah. Didn't he steal that one? No. No, he. That was the. That was Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool suit. Yeah. Yes, that's right. But it lights up. It's but it's six. It's 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 a Ben Affleck in your house. That I don't think it's posable. It's just it's in armor. It's just totally fucked up. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! How many of those do they make? Twenty-one thousand dollars. Twenty-one thousand dollars. Okay, I'll put pictures up to this as well. I'll put the pictures on the blog so you can see what we're talking about. But these are ridiculous. Yeah. uh, Basically, a life-size Hulk buster for sale, not for like shop and shit. And it's Hot Toys as well. Uh. Hot Toys released one. This one is by uh, Beast Kingdom. Oh. Don't know who that is, but sure. Well, they're going to go bankrupt soon because there's not enough customers in the world to buy that kind of stuff. Well, 375. Get it freaking cool. It's pretty cool, but like, why would you put it? Yeah. It was like a couple of years ago. I thought about when there were it was an Oxus, there was an Oxus Stargate prop auction. I was thinking like they were selling some of the rings. Just buy one of the rings from Stargate, you know, just to keep it for that day when I do buy a big house and just put it around the front door. Yeah. You know, in the coven. Yeah. As you ring the doorbell, the, 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 the chevrons lock. <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. That'd be pretty awesome, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is just insane. So we'll move, we'll move on to our uh, competition now in our email section. So yeah. thanks for everyone who sent the questions in already, or their answers in already. We do have a few. Um, We'll get to that in the next podcast, probably we'll answer them. So there's still time to get in. So the question that we have is that Gavin was reviewing The Hateful Eight and Quentin Tarantino likes to work with the same actors quite often. You know, he's worked with Tim Roth a lot, Michael Madsen. Um, one other actor he works with is Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel has a cameo in one of Tarantino's movies where he's heard but not seen. Name that movie. Don't fucking say anything. I was going to think I should have warned you beforehand in case you just blurted it out. Yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, you mean, <laughs> oh, you mean that this is not for me? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, okay, go on. Yeah. So Harvey Keitel has a cameo where he's heard but not seen in a Quentin Tarantino movie. What movie is it? And if you uh, enter the competition and you get it correct, you can win a deluxe pro single strap junk monkey bag from Green Room 136. Sweet. Um, it's got interchangeable harness, left and right hand users, um, packed ready with book pouch, utility pouch, it's made for mid to heavy weight carry without compromising comfort for the carrier. As usual, if you want to have a look at any of the Green Room 136 stuff, you can go to greenroom136.com. Uh, on the shop there, you can use the discount code MACYAP10, M-C-Y-A-P-10 for 10% off your next purchase. On to our emails. Our first email comes in from Anonymous, who says, Are you going to go watch Gods of Egypt? It looks like the movie, movie equivalent of sweaty albino donkey balls, just saying. Anonymous, huh. you've nailed it ahead right, of the review. Right, right on the sweaty, sweaty donkey ball. Sweaty albino donkey balls. Right on it. Right yeah. on it. I mean, it's, it's yeah. sweaty because it's Egypt. There's a lot of running and sweating. Albino because they're all whitewashed because they're not Egyptians. And donkey balls because it sucks donkey balls. Yeah. So you nailed it, Anonymous. Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. Our uh, next message email comes in from Michael Chen, who emails on another matter. But uh, he was talking about whether he can enter the competition or not. And <laughs> seeing as he knows us. <laughs> We'll see. We'll, we have to talk to the judges on our competition yeah. about that. But he also said to us, Ian, I totally share your sentiments about your review for The Revenant. Right before listening to you guys, I wrote my own review too. Did you see this? I think it was just, it blew me. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it really, like, 
visually the, uh, the audio of it and everything I was yeah. swept away in it I think yeah. when I talked to him about it from BFM he was like he went in with more expectations over right. this is Leo's Oscar movie right right because right. I went in with the expectations this is a movie right right and I, right, I, I right. quite enjoyed it yeah uh, I, I think that's the thing what happened this is what happened we podcast so frequently that when someone mentioned something we said before like what did I say yeah it's also one of those things where like which podcast did I talk about this on yeah what know? did I say yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it um I just haven't got I just didn't get around to it to be honest. Have you seen the Hateful Eight? No. So Michael also said to Gavin, listening to your review Hateful Eight, I'm totally looking forward to watching it now. I also have a feeling I'm gonna agree with you after watching all of Bola, but I'm personally uncomfortable that people seem to be swept up with the whole thing about the film being about unity and whatnot. But oh well, I guess there's no right and wrong here. Thanks for taking time to read this, fellas. Have you seen all of Bola yet? No. Yeah, so Gavin really liked the middle part of it. He said mm. there was a weird capping mm. um what you call it? Book ending section. Book ending section. That looked like they were shot in Astro. Oh. And they looked like they were shot by a different crew or something. Right. Gavin was really weirded out by that. Right, okay. This, and I don't think he knew at the time, but it's since come to light that the score in the match is different. Yeah. And the people who scored are different. Different, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, I understand dramatic things, but yeah. like when you're playing with history like that, I yeah. think that's a bit I mean, sucky, it's, right? It's, it's, I, I've also, I mean, like, my biggest thing about it was that it was literally immediately after the movie premiered or something. Um, a couple of the footballers from that team came out and said, that's not actually how it happened. Yeah. And I was just like, ooh, burn. Well, yeah, I mean, I can understand, like, you know, the Jamaican bobsled team, it's not, Bob, you know, Cool Runnings is not a documentary. No, it's not, absolutely. But right. they did enter the race in that year, I believe. Yes, they, they did crash out and they didn't yeah. carry their, yeah. their you, bobsled to yeah, the line. You, you kind of have to Those are the beats. The, yeah, the, the beats are they scored so many goals. Yeah. And to have it change, like it was 2-1 yeah. instead of 3-2 yeah. or something? I mean, to, to, to change the scores for dramatic effect is wrong. Yeah. To change the goal scorers for dramatic effect is wrong. Right? Yeah. You want to... Because it makes it sound like you've got your own... Um, or was it not sports but drum beat or you've got your own axe to grind yes you're yeah, changing yeah. elements changing, to make uh, it yeah, a bit exactly, your story right, yeah. yeah so so i mean you because all you mean you, the rest of the movie can be you can make you can make up everything yeah you know what i mean script. all the locker room shit all yeah write else. the script what they're saying in the locker yeah. room right because we don't have any you know uh, i'm sure the guys who play in that match probably forgot but you anything. can't make yeah. it so the titanic doesn't sink yeah you know it's a movie <laughs> about the titanic the titanic has, has to, to sink, sink. Beginning of the movie, end of the movie, middle of the movie, doesn't Unless matter. Unless it's in my Shyamalan's Titanic. Yes, true. No, but his Titanic is set in the future. Yes. <laughs> well, Douglas Adams did write Starship Titanic. What? It's a video game. I don't know. I know, it's one of the early CD-ROM games, so oh, Douglas okay. Adams was looking for money, I think, at the time. I've never actually played it. I think you can get it on good old games, I think. Oh. It was one of the early ones, I guess. Okay, we're deviating, as always. Oh, it's all about tangents. Um, our next message comes in from Facebook. It's from Ong Wai Wen, who says... He'd like us to discuss one Kung Fu Panda three. Won't be seeing it until tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it tomorrow morning. Okay. And to the DC movies that will roll out after Batman vs Superman. Uh, so I think, like me, up until like up until I told you I the trailer. I need another hour talking about DC movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we'll think another hour. I'm really looked. I'm looking okay. forward to the the, the the Suicide Squad. Yes. Suicide Squad genuinely yes. looks like fun. That that trailer is a piece of art. Yes, the, the, the one with the, way the, they cut with the, beat, the, the music yeah. beats. And, and I only realized the second time watching it that they're actually even shooting in time with Bullock's yes, music. Yes, yes, yeah. And then to do that and then to have it break so that yeah. Cap Captain Boomerang, even what's it, Captain Kangaroo, opens a beer and just like hides and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It could be the first time I ever liked Jai Courtney in anything. In anything. <laughs> right. But um, after that, we've got, I mean, the, 
this, after Suicide Squad, I think that's it for the year, right? Justice League will be next, or the standalone Batman movie with. Uh, is it the Batman first, or is it? I think it's Justice League first. There's been rumors that Warner Bros. were worried about uh, Justice League, so they might yeah. go with the Batman, with the Ben Affleck directed uh, Batman movie first. Okay. But then there's also been rumors recently that word of mouth is pretty good from the press screenings or the screenings that have gone in the U.S. So okay. that they might that might be just like you know panicking that there's no problem there. Um, I'm not sure if they talk about a Flash or Aquaman movie. Wonder Woman's the next one. Wonder Woman's the next one. Yeah. Uh, there was, did you see the footage of that that came out recently? Which one? Of Wonder Woman. No. There was a. It was when it's they launched Legends right? of Tomorrow. They had yeah. a kind of a, a TV yeah, movie thingy. Yeah. Um, so a trailer. It wasn't a trailer. It was just some footage. Yeah. Uh, it looked pretty blue. But it's a lot of her riding around a horseback, and those look like they're going the World War One, World War Two thing. It like, is World War One, right? I think so. It might be World War One and World War Two. It might be that she knows Steve Trevor's grandfather and then Steve Trevor as well. Oh, okay. Um, it's not being clear yet, or maybe okay. like the winter. It might be you know, it might be like the first Captain America to have the first yeah. one in the past. I was thinking about. I was, I was expecting it to be more of the, the Captain America movie. Yeah. Um. So okay. So what's so right now? Uh, post uh, Justice League is. Is uh, Wonder Woman first? I think so. I mean, that's the one that's, that's shooting. That's shooting now, right? Oh, they're almost finished. Yeah. But, no, hang on. Aren't they about to go into production on Justice League? Remember there's that photo from, well, what's his name's Twitter page with um, Momoa? Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa. Momoa as Aquaman, which I still disagree with. Really? Wholeheartedly. You don't like it? I don't. I, I, I read the Aquaman comics. Oh really? I love the Aquaman. Comic. And who's your Aquaman? Who, who, who do you cast as Aquaman? I don't know, but definitely not a tattooed. Definitely not <laughs> a tattooed Samoan guy, right? Yeah. Nothing against tattooed Samoan guys, right? No. But it's not Aquaman, lah. You know, <laughs> that was that's what bugs me. Yeah. You know, it's this idea that oh, it's an underwater guy. Why do we give control? So Wonder Woman is June twenty third, two thousand seventeen. So that's next year. Justice League Part One is November seventeenth next year then I think the following year oh the flash is March 23rd 2018 and yeah, then it up, right? yeah so but it's like the, so oh it's Christmas Christmas is it mm. with the flash coming out mm. I'm on the wasp I'm looking at a bad list I can't find that you know that you, oh Aquaman they're doing an Aquaman movie July 27th 2018 18 yeah okay. and then 19 is when they finish off the Justice League part 2 and then Green Lantern yeah yeah 2020. Right. Oh, it's Cyborg, Cyborg, April 3rd, Green Lantern. Cyborg gets one, right? Those two are getting fucking shuffled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're getting shuffled. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, when they, this was when they first announced all these listings. Yeah. I mean, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest. I don't think Cyborg deserves a movie. He doesn't no. even have his own comic line, does he? Does he? He doesn't even have his own title. Right? He's Teen Titans. He's Teen Titans. Yeah, I don't think um, he's his own title. They've done some nice, I can't remember, all those, the animated DC movies now, yeah. they start to blend into them yeah, all. They do. But there was one with Dark, was it the New 52 one with Dark Sea? Dark came to, came to Earth mm. and yeah, and he became, they had Cyborg, the birth, the birth of Cyborg kind of happened in that show. Mm. It, it was New 52 version of, of Apocalypse, essentially, of that. So, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, Superman yeah. had the weird piping and yep. all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, his version of Cyborg worked in that. But yeah, making I don't know how you make that work. He's always been a team player. He's yeah, he's a team guy. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, if... If the Justice League is about Darkseid, I'm all in. Like again, that last trailer just made it like it wasn't just someone pointed out online. Like, are those parademons in that flash? Like, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when there's, you look at it, like they look like fucking parademons. Yeah, yeah, and then the, that latest trailer, like I said, it has a giant Omega, Omega symbol yeah. and the fire pits. And yeah. if yeah. if we get that, but, but okay, we now know the movie is about two and a half hours long, right? Which one? 
I guess, yeah. Yeah, because Uma said the other day. Yeah. So we know it's a long movie. They do have eight main characters now, or something, right? Well, eight characters. There's been rumors that the Flash is like he's seen rescuing Mer- uh, Aquaman from a prison on a computer monitor. Like it's not like I don't think it's eight main characters. Okay. No. Okay. So I think some of those are going to be very minor cameos, very or they turn up at cameos. the end, right? Or something. And do that stand together thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the old Justice League character and all the silhouettes. Yeah, the silhouettes, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, 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 my other thing as well is that um, it all rests on the Justice on Batman versus Superman. Yes. It's, it's all going to rest on how they manage this and yes. how how they redeem that portrayal of Lex Luthor. Yes. How they deal with the Joker because he's still around Suicide Squad apparently. Yeah. Um fuck is going I mean there was one wild theory I heard which is that like Batman is not Bruce Wayne and Alfred's yeah, not Alfred you heard that it's it like yeah. Robin was the like the, the, the Robin like the, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt Robin character Robin, became yeah. Batman and he's Batman. the Joker or something like that like some weird fucking oh, thing okay. it's like it's like it's true the mirror darkly kind of thing right right there was the other one someone was um, someone was saying that is 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 um, is uh, Ben Affleck playing um, um an older version of Joseph Lord and Kev. No, not that. Um, uh, Deathstroke. Oh yeah, that was. I think that was part of it. That was yeah, because because that was what's in the. That's what's happening in the comics, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening. Oh no, in the, in the comics, comics um, there was that one comic bit where he was the. Where, where he does take over, right? There was uh, Jim Gordon takes over in the comics at the moment the 52 he's yeah. wearing a giant mech suit Batman thingy yeah, yeah, yeah. but there was something about yeah Deathstroke working that, that was part of that crazy theory like, like Deathstroke takes over or something takes like over, that, yeah. which would be weird yeah yeah but that doesn't make sense because like they've essentially called him Bruce Wayne doing Batman versus Superman after um, Man of Steel doesn't make sense <laughs> like that's a, that's a third movie if ever there was one yeah so I mean, maybe uh, before the next podcast, we'll have a chat before it comes out. But the next one, the one after that, will probably definitely be Man of Steel, twenty fifth. There'll be there'll be two hours of Man of Steel. Yeah. Batman vs Superman. Yeah. All right, moving on to our reviews. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> let's start with Zoolander. Okay. Oh wait. Okay. Yeah. So Zoolander three two starts with possibly the most exposition I've seen in a movie in a while. <laughs> but done well. I didn't think it was done too bad. Uh, I was I was getting lost in the middle of it. Yeah. I was like, really? Because we have to find out exactly. We have to be told by talking heads on TV exactly what happened to Derek Zoolander and the Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good and Want to Learn to Do Stuff. And what, what? happened to why why Ben Stiller's wife is not in this one? And why what's up with Hansel and Mugatu? And like every, it runs through a lot of things where there's yeah. there would have been nicely asides to talk about half that shit. Right. Okay. So I, I was on the bad foot from the off. So he's back because uh, Billy Zane's asked him to come back. They're yeah. made fun of, yeah. but there's still a weird fucking prophecy going on. And it's a framework for jokes and cameos. Yeah. That's that's your plus and stuff. So seriously, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, oh, literally, that's it. Derek and Hansel are into modeling again in Rome, where they yeah. find themselves in Target of the Seriously. Yeah. That's pretty so, much it. Pretty much it, really, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, my, 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 my thing about Zulander 2 was I was not planning on watching it. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I have to say, I, I'm glad I did. Yeah. It wasn't, a, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It was a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, and, uh, and it was just a good fun ride. It was mm. a good fun movie. I think, and this has happened to me a few times now because I see so many movies these days. 
comedies, the bar is set too high. Mm. Like, I mean, even the second time I saw Deadpool, I wasn't laughing as much. It was a different audience, but the first audience was mm. most people who were, you know, they were hardcore geeks going to see it. And when someone started chuckling at the credits and that laughter kept going, and there was so, so many, there's such shock and approach to it. Mm. Uh, you know, 80% of those jokes could miss and you're still laughing every three minutes. Right, right. So I found my, my, my laughter or grin ratio on this movie was a lot less. Mm. Um, the longer Kirsten Wig was on screen though, I did find myself just losing it because the, the, the accent she does is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Um, but I was hard pressed to pick out like funny moments. I don't want to spoil things, yeah. but they do, they rehash, I think two or three, there's maybe three sequences they do from the first movie slightly. One of them yeah. is the, 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 the copy thing. The coffee thing, yeah, yeah. but yeah. That, that that works well, I think. Because yeah, I only yeah. recently saw I saw the other one last week. Right, we watched the first right. one last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the tantric sex thing kind of thing, yeah. um, and there's one other one as well, which I can't quite remember. But it's not going to be a per- it's not a particularly memorable movie. Yeah, a memorable movie, right? You're not going to be quoting lines from it like you did Deadpool or whatever. But yeah, but it you know for the hour and a bit that you were in the movie, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's it was fine. you know you'll you'll be fine. You're not going to be too bored. Uh, there are enough sort of laughy moments to get you from point A to point B, I think. Yeah, and if you have fun cameos, there's... And there's a lot of fun cameos. Like, yeah. Ben Stiller really pulled out his Rolodex in this one. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, fucking... It's some, a, it's a, some really weird ones. Unexpected. Yeah, but it's worth a watch. And what's actually... Uh, what's, unexpected, what's really unexpected is just how much the fashion... I mean, the fashion... They're not really poking the fun themselves. They're poking the fun of the images themselves. Yeah. But, like, you have Tommy Hilfiger and Anna yeah. Wintour and Donatello... Uh, Donat- that's no, Versace? No, uh, Valentino. Valentino, sorry, with Valentino. But there were some really, really strong zingers by Will Ferrell now. Yeah. That bit, yeah, that bit went on a bit long. Uh, I, I, like, I, that was, he was just doing improv at that point, yeah. and they left the cameras rolling, yeah, where he just I, started ragging on Anna yeah. Wintour. But, but some of those were really sort of like, yeah. the, the Tommy Hilfiger, I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm not yeah, say yeah, it, but it's creepy. Like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, and that's oh, why, that's why that's a, that shot in a one-two shot, because they never, the, they didn't, they see, never, it. They didn't yeah. see it. They just had their line, yeah. read this line, thank read you. This line, yeah, <laughs> react to this. Exactly. Just make fun of me, now go. Right? But that was a real low one. Mm. That was a really low blow, I thought. Um, the Anna Winter ones were, yeah, a couple of those ones. But I thought that went on a bit. He was like, he started doing improv and went on a bit too long. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, all right. Because Will Ferrell is the one thing I found was unchanged from the first movie. Yes. He was exactly the Mogatu he left Mogatu, behind. Yeah. Yeah. And he was exactly that same manic energy that Will Ferrell was. I did like yeah. him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think I mentioned it to him when we did the retrospective on BFM of, the Zoolander, of mm. Zoolander. I think when I saw the first one, I think it grew on me because at the time, I think I came out of the first one hating it. You're right. But I think it grew on me over time. Yeah. This one, I, I wasn't hating it, but I just wasn't enjoying it as much as I would right. like. Um, from the ridiculous to the sublime, or for, well, we'll do from Zoolander to Zootopia. So Zootopia is a DreamWorks, not DreamWorks, sorry, Disney animated feature. So they're the guys, they're the guys who bring you Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Um, Frozen, obviously, is the big granddaddy of that. What's the other one? Uh, not the good, what was the one before that? There was... Uh, Frozen, Wreck-It Ralph. There was another one that just Disney Animation did. It was pretty good. Fuck. This okay. pissed me off now because I, I, I used it in another review somewhere okay. else. Okay. Um, anyway, um, it's a it's a land where all the mammals live together in different places, but Zootopia is where they all live together, live together, together. Mm. and it has multiple biomes. So like there's, you know, there's a, a tundra area and you can go right. through a door and you're in desert. You can go right. through a door and you're in lush jungle. So they can all hang out together and do stuff. And it's kind of, there's a lot of cute scenes of 
from gerbils to giraffes living side by side. Okay. No idea what happened to all the fucking reptiles. It's like this is the are they that evolved because there was a nuclear war with the reptiles and these are all that's left is the mutated mammals or something like that. Right. There's no real reptiles or fish. It's all mammals. Right. Maybe they're in other places. Maybe. And they're broken down into predators and prey. That's their racial divides these days. Oh, I see. Okay. So, you know, but they all get along. Like, the, it opens with a kind of a kid's play, which explains the how the predators no longer need to feed on oh, the prey. Yeah, so we yeah, all yeah. get along. We all get along. And uh, Judy Hopps, who's uh, played by Jennifer Goodwin from the Good, uh, Once Upon a Time, I think that show. She plays yes. Snow White in that show. Snow White, yeah. Um, she's Judy Hopps' rabbit, who wants to be a, a cop. And uh, I'm not, I don't think, I know it's been done before, but it's, I don't think it's very often you get a Disney movie where a character's parents just constantly tell him no 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 you should just settle don't be a cop no 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 give up, give up right. your dreams you'll be right. happier here right. like right. in a really really nice cheery way right. I'm like, right. no, like right. fuck right. Right. Okay. but she does want to be a police officer she goes to the police academy you get a bit of that mm-hmm. she learns how to you know rely on her strengths and other animals weaknesses and she gets to be a cop in Zootopia okay that takes a while oh really it's, uh, one of the things about this movie that bugged me before going into I try not to let the advertising color me too much like I try to go and give a movie a good chance Yeah. but when I went into this I had no idea what it was about because yeah. all the trailers generally just show the fox tripping the rabbit or yeah. like all the animals walking together with the yeah. slow wa- sloth working in slow motion yeah, yeah, yeah. it didn't really give you an idea that what if anything was the plot right um, when the plot actually does get going I, I was trying to think if there's some other detective movie I would be reminded of but it was Dragnet. You know Dragnet, the 1987 yes. movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, it's the two mismatched detectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like when they find a big thing and they show it to their bosses, the big thing's gone again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to kind of like work, you know, Figure, hand yeah. in your badge, you get yeah, to be yeah. a 48 hours to solve this case. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that kind of movie. Okay. And I enjoyed that Almost aspect like to it very cop, much. Buddy cop movie. It's a buddy cop movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, she ends up just, uh, joining up with uh, Jason Bateman, who's a con artist. He's not a cop, he's a con artist. Okay. And even his introduction is slightly over. You know what I mean? They could have just started her arriving in yeah. Zootopia. Yeah. But there's a whole scene with her being like bullied as a child and then police uh, stuff. is like, okay. and then, you know, of course she's a rabbit. So she's, all the other cops are like oxen or polar bears or big, uh, wolves right. like, or elephants. Like she right. fist bumps her partner and he just like pushes the chair over with her. And so she's given meter maid duty and they're all like, look, you're, you're not going to be given right. cases. Okay. So this is a big one chance to do it. It's pretty dark on what's going on in the background. The actual crime they're researching like missing animals. It's oh. pretty messed up there, and it kind of bleeds over into like Chinatown territory at times. What? Yeah, there's kind of there's, there's a conspiracy going on. Good God! People in power, you know. Yeah, man. Um, and I think that's really. I mean, if it had if it hadn't been so bright and sunny, and actually been a weird kind of like a, a noir for kids, right? right. It could have come. I would have really, really oh, gotten into cool. it. That's got cool. Yeah, but that's what I, I think it would have been better if it did that. But I think because I was just off balance by that beginning part. Yeah. It's like. Bolt was just on the dead. Sorry, is it Bolt? Yeah, it's called Bolt. It's okay. I forgot where the page up key is. It has three directors. Really? Yeah, so that was the thing that kind of got me out of it. I mean, I love Rock and Ralph. Rock and Ralph is pretty good. Yeah. Um, But it just takes a while for that story to get going. Get going. I did see someone on Twitter complaining about, like, it is a, it, it, there's a beautiful message in there, which is that, like, you know, Zootopia is a city where anyone could do anything, but even though they say that, there's still the social stigma and the social kind of things. It's like, well, you're just a rabbit. Right. Or, you know, everyone, everyone, they put it in the ads as well. Everyone in the department of motor vehicles is a sloth. Sloth, yeah. So that's why they're so slow. They're slow, yeah. And, you know, there's just weird races. They kind of play up against that kind of thing, but there is a weasel who is sneaky. So they try to have their cake and you can eat it. Yeah. And the message is really, really good. Because, like, it doesn't end where you would expect it to end if it's a normal kids movie. Like, you know, she does learn about her own inner racism in a way, or speciesism, 
Right. So, you know, if they, you do find out, you know. Weird one. Okay. It, no, but I mean, that's a good message for kids to learn, you know. Right. But I just wish it got to the point quicker or it had embraced its noirish roots. Right. I mean, if you can imagine right. a noir okay. for kids. Yeah. I mean, that's not what this movie's supposed to be, and probably that's why I'm actually putting expectations on it. Right. But once it's got going, that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's also some uh, Godfather Voles in there, which are quite funny. What? There's like Voles who are Mr. Big. Obviously, Mr. Big, the bad guy, is a little guy. Oh. That kind of trope okay. comes out there. Okay. But someone on Twitter was giving out, I was like, yeah, it's great, this message about, you know, embracing everything and letting everyone be what they can be, and yeah. then you throw in some lazy Italian stereotypes. It's like, oh, shit, I didn't think of that. Oh, right, okay. okay. But, like I said, I don't think there's enough laughs. It's worth the watch, but I don't think it's one I'd really rush out to see. Like, they didn't show it at the press screening in 3D. Um, I didn't really get that feeling from it. Um, mm. There's some beautiful vision. When her first visit to Zootopia, they've got that song that's on all the ads by Shakira playing. Right. Um, which really, I really like that. Like, that first opening scene of, of the city is really yeah. impressive. Mm. But as it goes on, it's like there's little cute visual gags of like how the city gets together, but they're not funny enough. Mm. And they're not really dragging. They're not, they're not carrying you over to the next plot point or the next right. gag. Right, okay. And the slot section does go on for long, too long, which mm. is ironic considering. So I didn't, I wasn't quite in love with it. But, mm. you know, I think it's worth a watch. And it's yeah. way more worth the watch than our next and final film, which is... Take it away, Ian. Uh, so, Nicholas Costa-Waldau needs a better agent. As was Jared Butler. Jared Butler is becoming like almost a joke he, at this point. Yes, he. Um, I, I, I. His. I think the both the 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 curse and the sort of um, that was. Three hundred blessing, is it? Yeah, the blessing and the curse that was three hundred. Yeah, because this. I mean, this could have done with some of that. Ooh. Yeah, men. <laughs> yeah, from his, um, from yeah. his, like his, his delivery, and this is just I'm Jared Butler. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just normal level loud, which yeah, is louder yeah. for a normal person. But yeah. he's supposed to be a god. He's supposed to be a god. Yeah. So the gods of Egypt live in Egypt at the Nile, which is actually the source of all life. Right. Yes. Actually, the source actually of all, not metaphorically, not and they are like ten actual. to twelve feet tall. Yes. They bleed gold. Okay. They turn into giant. They turn into. Do you remember Silverhawks? Yes. They turn into Silverhawks. They turn into Silverhawks and they fly. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Jared Butler got the shit half. He got like the desert. Oh. Um, who was it? Oh, fucking. You know Brian Brown, FX Murder by Illusion? Who? Brian Brown, the Australian actor? No. Oh, I can't believe this shit right now, but oh, he fine. plays, I think, um, Horus. No, he's not Horus. He's Osiris. Fuck, it's hard to keep him all. Yeah, Osiris. Brian Brown is Osiris. Brian Brown's an Australian actor. He's in shitloads of movies in the 80s. You know him. Okay. Um, and Jared Butler's brother and he comes after him and he wants he's handing the throne into Horace which is his son right which is Nicola Costa Waldo which is the um, oh, what's his name in Game of Thrones uh, he's um, he's huh no he's a Lannister um, he's a Lannister yeah he's yeah. Jamie Lannister Jamie, Jamie Lannister yeah. yeah and um, you know he's Jared Butler comes to his coronation takes shit over mm. fucks his eyes out and vanishes mm. to the desert okay Meanwhile, plucky young scamp Brendan Thwaites is like has already stolen his girlfriend away from her life and is living in poverty with her, and they're at the thing. And you know, a year or two later, after this coup, right. you know, she's has to you know work with um, Rufus Sewell, who you know is fucking evil because the character is played by Rufus Sewell, right? The <laughs> moment he turns up, I just took a note: evil. Evil. He's even got an evil goatee. Oh, got it. Um, you you kind of sometimes you kind of have to sort of like read it to. No, but he's just like he's he's, he's embraced his typecasting oh, really? so. I mean, he's just like. Did you watch all? The, I haven't watched all of the Man in High Castle. Did you? I didn't get around to it. 
But he is in it, right? Yes. And he's the bad guy in the first episode. Yeah. And he's a yeah. bad guy in the, 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 A Knight's Tale and everything yes, I've yes, seen yes, him in yes, recently. He hasn't played a good guy in anything for a long yeah, time. Yep, yep, yep. So, like, she works for him. And right. then, you know, the guy's trying to get her out. And, like, if only, the, if only you know, us Irish could help us and shit. And right. The guy she works for happens to have the plans for set. Keep forgetting the names. Because... You know, you know some of them. You think you've got them all set, but then when they've got when they add in multiple generations of gods, right. they get confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's the second son and the yeah. Yeah, I, I can't fucking set. Yeah, Jared Butler is set. I kept thinking he was Anubis, but he's not. Anubis is a completely CG creation in hell. Anyhow, okay. He gets Osiris. He's like, you know, his way to free his girl is to get the tyranny of Egypt fixed. Uh-huh. But you know, Osiris is not back at his full Horus. Fuck, Horus is not back at his full strength. Okay. They need the help of Hathor, who is Elodie Young, who plays Electra in Daredevil. Yeah. But you know, they have to go find his other eye. They've got to take away Seth's power. They've got to do all this other shit. They've got to go see Ra, who is Jeffrey Rush, who literally flies in a chariot, dragging the sun across the sky, and fights um, Apophis, the god of death or god of okay. chaos, yeah, every yeah. fucking night. Okay. And Jeffrey, just Jeffrey. Jeff- Jeffrey Rush turns up and like, what the, it's Jeffrey Rush with like a mohawk pigtail and his old age makeup and when he wants to fight the gods, he pushes the thing on his chest and he gets bigger and gets on fire. What? Because he's Ra, the sun god. It's fucking crazy. So that's all, that's all one bag of crazy, which is kind of cool actually. When you see the yeah. sun chariot go beyond the edge of the world yeah. and the world is flat and it's a disc you're like okay there's a whole other layer of crazy here yeah 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 but then after that scene Nicola Costa Wilder is fighting a giant CGI bull and it mm. looks awful it's a waterfall fight and it just looks like the CGI bull does not look integrated at all really? like, yeah the, one of the things is like because of the differences in the heights they always yeah. like they have one human and two uh, uh, beaks gods and you can tell all three have been composited together into the scene okay so the interaction between them is kind of weird yeah yeah. like that waterfall fight is just like those elements seem blurred Mm. you know i mean like they've they've kind of smudged around the edges to try and handle the composition like the lighting doesn't quite match all the things that like the uncanny valley does for people yeah this does for settings and stuff it it, it seems like well that's definitely like a high quality special effect mm. but that background looks like it's from playstation one or two right got it. and your brain just goes huh right, right and then once they turn into those giant silver gods you've lost any kind of connection to them yeah and when they do have some moments of emotional uh you know it all like, leads up to a big action climax obviously yeah they take the heads off but keep the rest of the body and there's a so weird it's like a floaty head thing. like a floaty shadowy head thing oh, going on and God. it's really bad and as soon as i saw that all i was thinking of was jeff fahey and the lawnmower man you remember how that was done? It was like his face was all kind of distorted yeah, on your body. Yeah, 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 it yeah. looks a bit like that. I'm like, oh, ooh. And I, I, Brenton Twites, I don't know who, who he is or what he's been in before, but he's intensely annoying. Right. It's like, it's supposed to be kind of a, a devil may care Han Solo yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair dues to, I just like saying his name, Nikolai Costa-Waldo, because he manages to do okay. Right. He's not completely awful. Like okay. he's still that charm, that Jamie Lannister charm comes yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just like why and the, the one of the most important disappointing things is Chadwick Boseman's in this as Thoth who I think is like the god of uh, knowledge or something like that okay. do you know who he is? no Black Panther and it, oh everyone's doing a plummy English accent but he's doing the plummiest of English accents because he's oh I am intelligent what? what? I will be talking like this and like he, he for some reason he can do like they never really sh- they got like powers of flying around and shit like that or you know Horus never misses he's got the eye of Horus right? yeah um, until they're fucked out of his fucking yeah. But Thoth can multiply himself. 
for some reason. Like he's the only person who's saying, and the only person who I can have a dazzling conversation with. So there's thousands of him in the room for some reason. There's a point where they attack a Minecraft pyramid, and because that's all lit by hellish light, nightmare lights and uh-huh. stuff like that, it actually looks good. Okay. There's a cute moment with the Sphinx where you know the Sphinx's riddles, yeah. they're getting it wrong, even the God of Knowledge can't get it wrong, and there's yeah, a nice yeah. twist there to that kind of stuff. Right, right. Sphinx looks kind of cool as well. Okay. But it's just, again, it's one of the things where there's not enough action and adventure. The action and adventure is too lightweight because of the effects. Like you can see, well, that's a CGI snake attacking a CGI version of the guy. Right. Why are, where's my motivation for caring about yeah. this? Okay, so, so here's my. I didn't know about any of the other stuff, right? Yeah. I knew there was a, I knew Gerard Butler was in it, and he was playing a guy. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. <laughs> I knew, um, I knew Jamie Lannister was in it, and he's playing a guy. Yeah. And then there was some kid. Yeah. So would it have been better if it was just? Because I didn't know there were all these other gods. I didn't know they, I didn't know the whole pantheon came down. Would it have been better? If oh, it they all live. They don't come down. They live here. Oh, no, 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 I know. They're like, every, that's me, Brendan Twaits, you've got you to admire the ego of a kid who fucking lives, has witnessed, and sees gods every day, and still doesn't believe in them. That's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, no, and he's, he's suicidal as well, but like, I mean, there's, there's a weird, there's a relationship thing going on with his girlfriend as well, because she's kind of like, she's kind of on the way to hell. And that kind of plays into it as well. Okay. So it's, you know, that, he's got a motivation for trying okay, to get things sorted. Okay, so would it have been better if the movie was just about the pantheon of gods? Like the whole thing you did, right? Without, without the. It comes off a little in. bit like Egyptian Clash of the Titans. Yeah. But without the kind of aloofness kind of thing of some of them, like you know, yeah. like, he he's battling, but he's got like, he's at half power. Or, or, Osiris is at half power. Yeah. So he's got a. I'm getting mixed up again, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Horus is at half power. I completely just not. So the minions that. of Seth can give him a bit of hassle, and so he right. gets the full power, and even then Seth gets a, a level up. Okay. Seth gets to, you know, he gets a power up near the end, so, okay. you know, it's not quite, you right. know, equal basis. Yeah. But once Horace learns the power of strength and belief in himself, he can overcome everything. It's that, it's that moment in the 80s movie. Where yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, like, the action at the end is pretty good when they actually are fighting. There's some, there's some things where they're actually just fighting physically, and that, right. that comes out pretty well, but when they don the metal and go weird, it's just not working. Right. It's too lightweight. So, so all the I know I have not mentioned anything about whitewashing. <laughs> you don't have to go. That's there. not a purpose. Yeah. There's nothing. It's got nothing to do with it. Yeah. We've we've already Ridley Scott weathered those arrows already when he did. Um, yeah. What was that one? Kings of Egypt. Kings, Kings of God. Yeah, yeah. Kings of, no. Gods and Kings. Egypt. Yeah. Gods and Kings. Something like that. Something like that. Completely uh, forgettable movie. I didn't even see yeah, it. I didn't see it. Christian Bale was gorgeous. in it. Yeah, and Sigourney Weaver was someone. Yeah, but weird. Well, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Uh, also, I mean, come on, after Cameron Crowe died, uh, uh, a white uh, mixed Asian girl in Aloha. Oh, God, yeah. So there are that movie's in the look. That, this is actually, it feels like a car crash on the level of um, Aloha. Because really? Aloha didn't make any fucking sense to me at no, all. Yeah. And it's just, it's weird. Yeah. Um, this, it's just like, it need, if it had more jokes, maybe it might have worked. Mm. If it had a bit more banter, the banter between the characters was hard because they're CG the whole time. Right, right. I mean, if, it, if it actually just said, like, forget about the giant dueling gods thing, let's just invest that money in some choreography, mm. it might have worked better. Mm. Okay. If they kept it as the gods dueling, but just amp it up slightly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, someone on Twitter compared it to Immortals, and like I think I said earlier, yeah. Immortals had more of a style to have, yeah. more of a set style, which yeah, this yeah. is like, it's all harsh daylight, mm. and harsh daylight can be really hard on effects. Yeah. And it's like, you get that. You, you can't hide it in the shadows and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a reason why Pacific Rim is all at night. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, sorry, Alex, but 
it's not quite what we yeah it's not the critics not what we want yeah it's not it's not what anyone wants like, yeah I mean, it's, it's not, not just the critics being being yeah yeah I mean if it wanted the, those mummy movies they get bad but like the first movie is a rump mm. this isn't quite a rump it's aiming for it but it misses that it's yeah. not a romantic thing because it misses that it's yeah. not a special effects extravaganza because it misses that mark yeah, it just yeah. misses all these marks by just enough that it just decidedly average decidedly yeah. not, worth, not worth mm. watching and people have stayed away in droves so yeah. sorry about that that's where we'll leave us this week thank you very much for being on the show Barry. not a problem if people want to uh, interact or follow you on any social uh, medias where can they find you uh, I'm on Twitter at BahiaY Twitter thing whatever yeah. Um, I think I'm also on Facebook as Bahiwai. Okay. I'm not on Instagram as Bahiwai. Somebody else got that ahead of me. God damn it. Bastard. Uh, so that's just my full name, Bahi Yusuf. But don't bother following me on Instagram. I'm never there. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Thanks for being on the show, and we will talk to you again next time. Good night. Let me say good night.